Oh yeah. Welcome back to the First String Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Coach Mags, D. Willie, and Big Mike. Oh yeah. And then we also have a special guest. He's the DFS guru. Give it up for Nick Todd. What's up, my friend? What's up, guys? Uh, just want to start off by saying thank you so much. I'm honored to be on the podcast with you. I've been listening the past couple weeks, and, and I'm excited for the weeks to come. And uh, let's talk some football. Yeah, happy to have you here, buddy. Yeah, we're very happy to have you here. Um, he's Great really good at here. DFS, and this will be our first DFS episode ever, and uh, the first of many. So let's get into it. We're going to start it off with a Thursday night football recap. D. Willie, get into it. All right. Um, not the most exciting game for uh, pretty much the entire time, God, but no. we did have the Dolphins winning 22-10 to 10 in a pretty big upset and shocker. Um, yeah. Fantasy relevance-wise, uh, you only have a few players that were probably started that did something that you were happy with. We have um, Mark Andrews, solid week, 6 for 63 and a touchdown. You're very happy with that. Yeah, it's not like bad. A- yeah, I know uh, some people ought to start Rashad Bateman this week, and he came through. Put that up. was that was someone I talked about. You did. That's someone that I love yeah. this week. He did He did well. Six for 80. Six for 80, 14. I wanted that touchdown. I was you waiting did. for that touchdown. You didn't. Okay, you didn't though. want it, but you'll, you'll take that week any yeah. day. I mean, with the, how, how the team performed, the fact that he had a good game. That's a good point. Yeah, very true. Take it. Um, Lamar Jackson finished with 15. He did salvage it a little bit with that one touchdown, but n- not a good week. Not yeah. a good week from him. You definitely want more from a quarterback of that talent. Oh, yeah. Um, Dolphin side of the ball, no one really stood out much that was probably started in any fantasy leagues because the top receivers were Albert Wilson and <laughs> Isaiah Ford. Yeah. Weird stuff. Two, two DFS dart throws that did come through for people. Um, Jalen Waddle, four for 61, so 10 points. Solid. Miles um, Gaskin, another disappointing week for him out there. Nothing you're very happy with. What was it? Um, 14 carries for 31 yards, and he added one catch for 14. Oh, my gosh. So that's... it's 5.5, I think, if my math is right. So nothing nothing too much. And that's how his season's going. It's like he'll have these 15-point, 20-point games, and then the next week when you decide to play him, like we've talked about, he'll give you five. And that's it's not annoying. what you want from a running back. You want no. consistency there. It's terrible. Yeah, that's somebody just keep on your bench and – only start him if you absolutely have to. Yeah. What do you think, MG? Yeah. Uh, he's a scary guy to start. Um, very inconsistent. He'll be on my bench unless there's an injury. Yeah. yeah. And Dorian traded a first-round pick for him <laughs> in Dynasty. So <laughs> always sure. got to keep bringing he that up. Desperate. I'm sure he feels great about that right now. Um, one other thing I want to talk about, a little weird what the Dolphins are doing. They started Brissett. And the only other active quarterback is Tua, who has a hurt finger that they don't want to start because it's hurt, but they're willing to only have one back and it be him. And he had to come in this game. Kind of weird, but how do you guys think Tua played tonight? He did well, I guess. Like, yeah. the, the funny thing about it is that Brissett wanted to come back in, but yeah. they said they wanted to go with Tua. Yeah, so it's it just weird. it's really weird how they're running their quarterback room right now. <laughs> yeah, and they had like four tight ends. They had that guy that you started... Mac Collins, right? Mac Collins, yeah. He looks like a tight end. I guess he's a receiver. And then they had three other guys, and they all got like at least one catch. Oh, so weird. Speaking yeah. of tight ends, we kind of did forget to talk about one important one. Who? Mike Gusecki. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He uh he goosed for you tonight. Yeah, that was bad. Targeted seven yep. times, and uh, Big Mike played him, 
In how many leagues? I have him in. Uh, I have him in three leagues. So off to a great start. And you started him Sweet. in all three. I mean, yeah, you got to start Ooh. that man. Yeah, he's been very consistent. Yeah, it, it was a weird game. I think you probably throw it out. And yeah, you can start him. Yep. Yeah, I mean, be good. the one thing you like is the seven targets. That's true. You just want him to catch him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Usually, you want that with the with the targets. But um, I think that's enough about that game. Yeah, it was such a boring game until the end. It was. Only, yeah. I think it was just really exciting for us because we were looking at our DFS lineups like oh, the whole yeah. time. Uh, actually, our DFS guru here at one point was 29th overall. Yeah, for a brief moment, it hey. was literally one second. <laughs> Who it was, was it? But Who it was, was late. It, it was late in the game, though. It, it wasn't. Was. It wasn't like right in the beginning. It was yeah. late. He was up there competing yeah. for the yeah. big money. Bateman made a play, and that brought me up. And then, and then Andrews made a play. Yeah, if we got if we got a Bateman touchdown there, we're looking at uh, some money here for him. That's someone Nick. I played in DFS, and he did all right. Yeah, he came he through. Okay. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we think we're ready to move on from this game. Please. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about a little bit of news that has been happening in uh, football right now. Oh yeah. Got to catch you guys up since the last time we've recorded. So it's important to talk about the things that have happened and see how this influences our, uh, fantasy teams. Yeah. I, I want to say probably the biggest news that's happened was the Odell signing going to yeah. the Rams. That was crazy. It's crazy too cuz I didn't really hear the Rams as a contender until today. They're always a contender. Yeah, that's they, true. They, that's true. They were. But this kind of and, and I mean them getting Von Miller too, that really put them over the top. Like mm-hmm. it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's a that's a pretty uh, stacked roster. It surprised me, but what I take out of it is that Odell was just he's looking for a championship. Yep. I Can't mean, blame the guy. Trying to How win. old is he now? Like 28, 29. So 27, 28. Yep, sure. Around that. <laughs> 27 <Yeah. laughs> to 29, maybe. In that range. That's what we're going to go with. The oh, point is... He's 29, dang. Oh, okay. 29, yeah. Come on, so, I mean... It's getting wow. a little desperate. Yeah. Yeah. But poor guy, though. Stuck in Cleveland. Had LeBron tweeting about him to free him, and... Hey, it we'll see what happens, though. Just took LeBron and his dad to tweet a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And post a weird video of Baker <laughs> missing him or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so fantasy-wise, though, is this someone that you're trading for? Someone that if you do have him, you trade him away? What are we thinking? Don't know if I'm going to trade for him yet. I'd probably like to see how he's used, but he's yeah. definitely a player if he's dropped in your league, which he wasn't a lot. He's yeah. someone to pick up. Uh, I happen to hold on to him in one of my leagues, so I'm kind of excited to see what could come. I mean, it yeah. can't be worse than what's happening in Cleveland. Yeah, I think it might turn into a Tampa Bay Buccaneers thing to where you have all these talented guys. I mean, they even have Van Jefferson still, right? They have a lot of these talented guys that they could just spread the ball around. It might be like that to where one week your guy's going to be going off and then another week, you know, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, they're all going to switch off. So I, I think that's going to be the scenario once Odell gets in there. I think the way I see it is Odell's probably going to be getting maybe three to four targets. Yeah. might hurt Jefferson more than anybody, but I still think Cup and, and uh, Robert Woods are going to be playing the biggest roles. Yeah, I agree. It might hurt Higby and uh, Henderson on some targets as well. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. I mean, the big beneficiary, though, is going to be Stafford. Oh, I think yeah. that oh, I think yeah. this boosts Stafford even more than he's been doing because, I mean, that's just another weapon in that offense that he can use at his disposal. 
So Stafford is a quarterback going forward that I really, really like. As know? long as he doesn't mm-hmm. play like last week, though. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, that was. He's had two game. of those, though, this year where it's just out of the blue, just plays a bad game. Yeah. I mean, it happens, though, right? Yeah. Even to the best quarterbacks. I mean, look at Mahomes right now and Josh Allen last week. I mean, again, Lamar it, this week. And Lamar again. Yeah. So it's a weird time for football, I guess. So. Yeah. But it'll be okay. Um, I, I I do think Odell will be better than you think, Nick. I don't think Fortar. I think he's going to get a little bit more okay. work. Because would you guys say that Odell is better than Robert Woods or no? Yes. yes. I had that debate today, and I'm going to say no, not right now. Hmm. I don't think so. Interesting. Michael, what do you think? Hell yes. Hell yes. That's what I'm saying. So I understand Odell's just coming in, but I do think he'll get some more targets. I and think give it a couple weeks. Let him get a little yeah. comfortable in that offense, and you're, I think you're going to see more and more targets. Yeah. So hold Odell for now if you have him. Yeah, or oh, if definitely. you can, pick him up. Like I think yeah. he's worth a spot on your roster yeah. right now. I don't think I have him in any of my leagues on the uh, free in free agency, so um, I definitely would pick him up. If I, I, I definitely agree to wait and see for sure. You want to see what's going to happen. Yeah, like don't I'm go skeptical. out of your way to trade for him or anything. Just yeah. If he's there, I'd probably pick him up. Yeah, too big of a question mark to do any kind of trades to because you don't want to give him away and then you just see that he's like the next Antonio Brown or something. So um, just play it by ear. Um, other big thing of news is the return of Cam Newton to Carolina. Oh, yeah. Who saw this one coming this year? I don't think I didn't see anything about Cam Newton, even anyone guessing like that would happen. Like, it's crazy to me. I mean, when the Saints were looking for a quarterback, there was a lot of talk of that happening. Right. Um, yeah. But I was glad we didn't take him. I'm just really happy to see him back in the league. Yeah. Me too. I am too. If he gets to go back to his team, it's going to be fun to watch. And I really like Matt Rule. So I think it might be a good thing. Yeah. I think it might work out. I think they needed a change to a quarterback. The way Darnold's been playing, I mean, it's just been awful. It's just terrible football. But he was hurt, okay? His shoulder, his scapula, I think it was specifically. They said it happened that game. Was it actually? Yeah. It wasn't an uh, injury. That do was you know, later. Michael? Yeah, it was this game. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> anyways, <laughs> he doesn't get that excuse. Trust me, I was a I was a big supporter of this move to get Darnold and everything. I but, was too. I mean, early in the year it looked good, but now at this point, he's just looked awful out there. And I've been trying to root for him, but I just can't anymore. It's time for them to make a change, and I'm glad they did. Wait, what was that? What was that tweet we saw today? The tweet of the day. <laughs> Um, it's on my phone, but uh, I can't use my phone right let me, now. Let me pull it up real it's quick. It's a great tweet. We're going to do some tweets of the day every time we record now some funny stuff. Go ahead, Dylan. Yeah, it says, The Carolina Panthers are currently paying Cam Newton's replacement. Cam Newton's replacement replacement, and for Cam Newton to replace his replacement's replacement. <laughs> yeah, so it's going well over there in Carolina. <laughs> yeah. That's so weird. That's but, so um, trippy. Do we see any kind of fantasy relevance for Cam Newton this year? <sighs> not as much optimism as you would for Odell Beckham, but it's a cool situation to take a look at. Cause I think, I mean, he can still run and stuff, I believe. So yeah, I think why not in the right matchup? I think he's a good start. Yeah. But stream or something. Yeah. He's a good streamer here or there. If you need a QB, I think I, I would wait. I don't know if I, I mean, if you got a bench spot like that, that's open and you're not, you know, worried about using it, then sure. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't drop anybody relevant until you see what happens. That's a good approach. Yeah, I agree with Nick. Unless you need, if, if you're streaming QBs every week, 
He's a good option, but otherwise, I'm not touching him right now. What yeah. about in Dynasty? Are you guys picking him up in Dynasty? I mean, we know you are. Somebody else already did. <laughs> yep, you, I did. You got a lot of spots there, so it doesn't hurt. I mean, if you you yeah. want to take a shot on him, if your quarterback play has been shaky, which yeah. surprisingly yours kind of has. Yeah, I have Josh Allen, so uh, it's okay though. He's gonna bounce. Every, everyone saw that coming. You should you should definitely start Cam. I should this week. I'm down. Yeah, I would start camera right out the gate. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he ain't playing already, but yeah. still, just in case. Just, just in case, case something like tonight. Yeah, exactly. Just in case he goes out there. Just He'll be like in my DFS lineup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nick has a really good strategy he's gonna talk about later on about DFS. Um, because of what happened tonight. We can call it the dart throw strategy. We'll we'll talk about it. Yeah, we will. Right. Um but yes, I did pick up Cam Newton. But anyone else in Dynasty League, do you guys think they should pick up Cam Newton? I mean, I dropped Derek Gore, so I don't think I really sacrifice much. So what do you guys think in a Dynasty League? I mean, Zero fab, one fab, one dollar? I mean, I'm not bidding on him, but I mean if I got a spot and I want a QB that I can start, I'll pick him up. But if you're happy with your QBs, don't don't waste a spot on them. I mean, I think it's yep, worth mentioning that like our dynasty league has a, a ton of bench spots, so we can we can burn one. Yeah, I think you yeah. have like a twenty five person roster with the three taxi squad players. So I mean, you have spots to stash people, need be. Yep, we have uh, most dynasty rosters are twenty five bench spots, so or twenty five spots total. But yeah, I'm not touching him. Really? So you don't like my pickup? <laughs> No, not with Josh Allen. <laughs> and who's your other QB? Uh, Don't you have somebody else? Then? Did I? Do I? I think I. Oh, I have Kirk Cousins. That's who it is. Yeah, I hey, mean, Kirk's a good backup. Yeah. All right, I think yeah. that's uh, enough of the Cam Newton news. <laughs> uh, so Dynasty, I guess you don't have to pick him up. Yeah. <laughs> Just throwing that you out can, there, though. For Derek Gore. For Derek Gore, it's not too bad. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> um. Some other news, uh, Russell Wilson, um, was this his words feeling, I feels pretty dang close. I, I, Dylan's reading my show notes right now. And this is a quote that I found on NFL.com. Okay. Well, yeah, it, it's looking like he's going to be playing this week. Yeah. So can you read the quote? So they know yeah. Russell Wilson says feels pretty dang close to a hundred percent. Yeah. That's the quote. <laughs> so uh, he's playing. You're he's, starting he's him this He's practicing, week. and it looks like he's playing. So, I mean, I don't really have any issues plugging him right back into my lineup. Yeah. Not at all. We know Russell Wilson. If he's yeah. if he's even close, he's going to play, and he's probably going to perform. Yeah, and yeah. the Packers defense looked all right, or pretty good last week against uh, the Chiefs, but I'm not really that afraid of the Packers defense where I'd move away from Russell Wilson. Yeah. I'm thinking that game's going to be a shootout. I don't know about I guys. hope so. That'd be nice. It'd be a nice change of pace from what we've been seeing from the NFL. It's been a lot yeah. of defensive football. Yeah, and just weird games. Which is weird with how all the rules work in the NFL. You would think we wouldn't see those games. It's that yep. cover two shell. That cover, cover two, two shell. shell. Broke, broke the NFL. <laughs> so yeah, play Russell Wilson this week if you have him. He's back. Yeah, we'll talk about him in the, later in the show, don't worry. Ooh, okay. Ooh foreshadowing. Um, other news, Chris <laughs> Carson is practicing this week. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah. Are we comfortable playing him though? Because mm. it's sketchy sometimes when they're coming off limited snaps. Maybe I, I personally um, am, but I want to know. What I you just guys think I'm not sure how much of a workload they're going to give him because they've had a couple other running backs, like, and they've been just they kinda, have like four running backs. Yeah, that they, and I wonder if use. I wonder if they're going to try to ease him in a little bit. So I don't know right. if I feel comfortable throwing him right in. I mean, obviously, if you have to put him in your lineup, yeah, he's a start. He's a starting running back, but I don't know how much work he's going to be getting. 
he's a starting <clears throat> good running back too. True. So, That's very true. You know, it's crazy. They were saying he might be out for season just a couple weeks ago. And now, now he might be starting, but hopefully we get a little more news, a little more clarity before the end of the week. But that would be nice. And I saw something too, to where this week, if they don't really clear him, then he might be out for the season. It's like the weirdest thing. That's like the latest. Oh, that was I've he uh, like practicing? Like I think you have twenty-one days once, uh, like you, they start practicing for the you to activate them to their roster. Otherwise, they are out for the season. Okay, yeah, I think that's what it was. Very yeah. weird. Very it's something I think with their new like uh, like uh, three week IR rules and everything, where you can have a guy that can only miss three weeks but be on IR. So I believe that's what that's from. Hmm. Um, Michael, if Chris Carson's activated, are you playing him? I would personally wait probably a week just to see, unless you're desperate and right. you have Miles Gaskin, then maybe not start him. Obviously, it's already too late, but I wouldn't have started him and I would have played uh, Chris Carson over him for sure. Okay. Yeah, most people are desperate at running back at this point. Yeah. Yep. I don't think we can move on from that. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, other news, Nick Chubb uh, on the COVID list. Yeah. Not ideal. <laughs> not ideal. Yeah, Nick doesn't like that. I don't. I don't like it either. I don't think anyone likes it. I think we um, all enjoy watching yeah. Nick Chubb just dominate. Yeah. I right? mean, last week was just awesome to watch. Yeah, that was cool. What, what did he average? Like ten yards a carry? I or think something? so. Something just, stupid. Just right like under. under. It was right <laughs> under there. But yeah, basically ten. That's the the really only people happy are the Dearness Johnson owners. Yes. Yeah, I think yeah, Dearness Johnson. I think it's a good start this week. And he's also a good running back. They have like four good running backs in Cleveland. It's crazy. Yeah, they're, they do. They're like that people person in your fantasy league that just hogs all of one position. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. Doesn't like to spread the wealth. <laughs> they're hoarding all the running backs. And <laughs> no one's doing it backups. too. Seattle's doing it too, but they're not as good. Like <laughs> yeah. Travis Homer, <laughs> Alex <laughs> Collins. They're trying. They're trying. It's <laughs> just not as successful. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, but um. You guys feel confident, though, throwing Dernis Johnson in your lineup? Yeah, I love him. He's really good. He's Absolutely. a good third-string running back. Really good. Um, I think there's just to monitor, though, because there is a slight chance he can play as long as he posts two negative COVID results within hmm. 24 hours of each other. So I think we would have to see him test negative tomorrow for him to play on Sunday. Okay. So if you see him test negative tomorrow, then it's looking really good like he's going to play. But if he tests positive tomorrow... Then uh, yeah, he won't be playing, and I would throw Dearness Johnson in my lineup. So if you are the Chubb owner, you're definitely just monitoring. Just don't forget about it. Like you don't yeah. want to wake up on Sunday and see that you played Chubb if he's out. So yeah, just so pay I would I would probably keep him out of my lineup for now, and then if I hear any other news, I'm throwing him in. Yeah, because more than likely he doesn't play. Now you're putting your sub in right instead yes. for now. Yeah, just in yeah. case. Yeah, whichever running back I have on my bench that can play over him is going in my lineup. Yeah, as of right now, like yes, as of right now, because you're preparing, because you don't want to, like we said, leave him in, or you don't want to have that spot empty, and then something happens where you can't set your lineup. So make sure you just at least have your sub in right now, and then you can change it later if need be. Just be prepared. One thing to note with that situation is, um, I was like we were talking about it earlier. There's only one person so far this season that has had COVID earlier in the week, has gotten the two negative tests, and then has been able to play, which was Zach Ertz earlier this year, mm. like that same week. But he also said earlier it was a Monday night game mm-hmm. that Zach Ertz right. played, so he had an extra day to test negative. Mm. Yep. So it's it doesn't look good for him. Okay. Exactly. Um, Najee Harris hurt. We heard it's a 
ankle injury or foot? Foot, foot injury. Yeah, foot from injury. our Steeler insider. Yeah, Steeler William, insider. The handcuff kid. Handcuff Schuster. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know much about that injury. Uh, I heard there's not a lot of information out about it. Hmm. Yeah, I'm an I'm an AG owner, and I went looking around everywhere, and all I could find was foot injury. It was vague. I think it's looking like he's probably going to play, though. Yeah, he should be all right. Yeah, I mean, I I think if there's not a lot of news about it, I think he's going to play then. Yeah. Um, also, I saw practicing for the Steelers. Eric Ebron is back and practicing. Yeah, that might be bad news for Fire Firemuth. Yeah, that's very unfortunate. That's, that makes me yeah. upset. Definitely worth noting, but I mean, Firemuth, I believe, did have some good games when Ebron was still in the lineup, mm. but yeah, it definitely th- hurts his value. I think, too, if the Steelers are smart, they don't put Ebron on the field as much because <laughs> yeah. he doesn't have a history of having good hands and he drops a lot of passes. Yeah. And you have a tight end right now that's playing great. I don't think you want to take away any touches he's getting yeah. or targets. And he's a rookie. Give him that experience. You know, Keep him in the game. Keep, keep his confidence up. I think that would be way yeah. better for yeah, the That's a smart way to look at that. Yeah. We still love the Luth. Yeah. The Muth Luth. Keep keep the Muth Luth, please. Keep him <laughs> Luth. Keep him Luth. Um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire um, practicing this week and looking good. So there is a possibility he could return. Nice. Oh, Dylan. Chiefs are back. <laughs> because of Clyde. <laughs> he was the missing link. Maybe. I mean, hey, that'd be crazy. That, Maybe he is. Because, I mean, they have to start establishing a run game for teams to that's, yeah, that's get out of that point. cover two shell. And the way you beat it is to run it. So, yeah. as a Clyde owner in our Dynasty League, I would actually very much like <laughs> if he does get going in the running game. Yeah, well, but if you're the Derek Gore owner, <laughs> you're pretty upset right now. Luckily, we don't have one in <laughs> yeah. our league. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> Daryl Williams has been a little uh, underwhelming. You think so? He hasn't. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't think he's yeah. had one like boom game. He's been like decent. Yeah, yeah. He's had a decent. couple weeks. I think around like fourteen, fifteen, which is all right. But I think that's what you would expect from the backup Chiefs running back. Yeah. yeah, they don't even give the ball to Clyde. So I just. But the thing is crazy is they've been throwing the ball a lot to Daryl Williams. So hopefully, when Clyde comes back, they start throwing to him because. That's what he excels in, his receiving game. Yeah. So you would think a passing offense with a running back that is great in the receiving game would get targets, but he he hasn't so far since he's been there. Mm-hmm. So that's something I hope changes. Other news uh, about Cam Akers. Cam Akers is eyeing an end-of-the-season return. Most likely not going to be any relevance for fantasy. Like He's not going to come in until probably like the NFL playoffs, but... Something to monitor in case any news changes that, but he should be back end of season in playoffs. And in the in the note uh, next to this, I wrote hashtag Willem is screwed because <laughs> Willem's only running back is Daryl Henderson, Henderson, his favorite next, player. He has Saquon. Yep. Next, well, next year he's only gonna have like Saquon, and Saquon only plays six games a year, so. Yeah. a little dicey for Willem. Well, for your dynasty owners with that in mind, maybe some people didn't see this Cam Akers news. Would you consider maybe trying to ship Henderson? Ooh, that's not a bad I idea. would if you yeah, could. Yeah, but I think players looking for Henderson are players in win now trying to win this season. So, yeah, if you got somebody that's up there at the top and you're maybe not having a good year, I have no problem shipping Henderson off to try to win. What's the highest pick? Because if you're in win now, maybe you don't really care about your draft picks. What's the highest pick you think someone would give up per, for someone like Henderson? First, oh, easily. First I, think, first I think first and something I think you would have to give up to get Henderson. Really? Wow. Because Henderson, uh, like last week was a bad week, but before that he has been, I yeah. think, is he RB like three or something on the year or very high up there? 
He's been killing it we'll this year. We'll fact check that. We can fact check it. Wow. Uh, Michael, would you do that? Or would you make that trade? Uh, or What do you think about that? It depends how many running backs I have. If you're very low on running backs, I would think about it. Okay. For sure. For a first rounder? Depends. Yeah, depending wow. on how many you have. I mean, some of us, it's pretty dicey out there. We don't have a whole lot going on for running backs. Here's my thing about trading picks. You could very well, like last year, right, with Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, you could have drafted one of those guys. Like, imagine that. Like, and if you had two, two first years round ago, but yeah. Yeah, sorry, two years ago. That, like, those first round picks can be insane. I so. think it needs to be more. Yes. I mean, it's looking like he's position rank 12 in a 12. PPR league. Yeah, sorry about that. My bad. <laughs> it's all good. Also, Jonathan Taylor, though, he was probably the first or second pick in that draft which you're not guaranteed to have a great pick in that first round. So kind of depends, too, on that. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right, you're right. But the point is, you could get some pretty good players. So that's what I think. I think oh, yeah. that the first round picks aren't valued as much as they should be. And I think we're going to find out soon, because yeah, this is all of our first year. We're going to have so. our first ever rookie draft, so we're going to see a lot about next year's. That's when we'll see, probably we'll start valuing picks a little bit better. Yeah. I think that's all for uh, our fantasy news and that um, we're going to talk a little bit about some events that have happened in our dynasty league. Um, there's a lot, I guess. Yeah, there's I a wrote lot. down a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, Caesar, do you want to maybe explain why you spent 21 of your fab on Eno Benjamin? Okay. Here's the thing. I thought someone else would also bid on him. But he also just trucked our DB. So I was like, all right, I like this guy. I checked. I think he's like 22. I liked what I saw. I mean, and right now it's not actually not too bad because Chase Edmonds is hurt. And what if something happens to James Conner? That is true. I mean, James Conner does have a history of injury. I might look like one of the smartest people ever you, if it works out. It, you, Yeah, but there's got a lot <laughs> yeah, to happen but, for you to look that smart. Yeah. Michael, what do you think? It was what do you think the- of that? It was just the twenty-one fab for me. I think it's a good pickup. Yeah, but don't nobody know if, else bid. But I mean, no yeah. other bids. You probably could have spent maybe five or six. But you do you. 21. Here's my thing. Okay, and this kind of goes into dynasty strategy. I was like, I would low-key be kind of upset if I saw someone else get him. So I yeah. wasn't too upset. I was like, I'll do twenty-one. I was like, maybe someone's gonna do fifteen or twenty. I'll I'll do twenty-one just in case. And I always add the one. I agree. That's something I always do. I agree do. with that as well. I like having, if you like a guy, go get him. Yeah, yeah. If you want somebody, you better make sure you get him. What did you say, Nick Todd? Say I said you face. learned that from me. <laughs> yeah. I stole a couple from me at the beginning yeah, of the year. Don't do, <laughs> uh, don't do increments of five. Always do one over. Oh, yeah. and then if, Or maybe two if yeah. you're scared. <laughs> For your bits. That's a good tip. Yeah, it's yeah. a really good tip. Um, Michael over here picking up the Titans D this week. I think you spent six five on him. Uh, I don't yep. think anyone else bid either. Yeah. Do you feel confident no. in starting him this week? I'm not going to start him this week. It was mainly for the playoffs and wow. they have a couple oh, of nice matches. I like that. Up. That's that's a smart play right there. Yeah. It's a man thinking yeah. ahead. I did that too. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I've just been um, riding with the 49ers all year. I'm just like, whatever. I'm not wasting time on these defenses. Just leave them in. Yeah. Who he's, cares? he's starting them against yeah. the Rams this week. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. I've been. <laughs> I've been liking them a lot this this uh, past couple of weeks. They've been getting 20, 13, and 16 points, and they're, they're getting a lot of sacks lately. Yeah, Jeffrey Simmons is, is starting to come alive there. Good point. Yep. 
And they're playing Houston after this week, and then Jacksonville first oh, yeah. week of playoffs, and Miami. Uh, wow, championship week. So, dude, so maybe six fab was a a bargain. It definitely was, and no one was thinking yeah. like that. Wow, you should have said this last episode. This, so we all could this, have been on yeah. That. This is Michael well, over here. This is a big tip for from Michael, I guess. Think ahead. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Get your, I, get your hand. Go ahead, Michael. Go ahead. Get your handcuffs like Willem does. Get ready for playoffs. And get your defenses ready for playoffs. Dang, that's yeah. a good tip, man. Yeah, especially with the roster size we uh, you have in Dynasty, it's definitely smart to be thinking ahead, weeks ahead. And, you know, because yep. you wait till next week. I don't think you get Titans for 6-5 if they're playing. Exactly. Yeah. What was it? And the, I wanted a couple Jags? other guys, but I didn't, I didn't want to. I wanted to for sure have a good defense. Yeah, got to make those sacrifices. And this is actually, I think, good advice for uh, redrafts as well. If you have the spots to spare, um, I think it is good to look forward to defenses. This year, I think it's been very hard if you wanted to do that just with buys and injuries. But if you're fortunate enough to have a spot like that, that's something that's very smart to do too. Couldn't agree more. Wonderful. Um. We saw Caesar just beat out Mike uh, for Mark Ingram for five fab. Yes, sir. I'm actually really happy about that. Did yeah, I actually put I five little... or did I put six? Uh, it says five fab on here. All right. And so that could be I didn't listen good to it. for this week. I know. It could. Yeah. AK hasn't practiced in the past Kamara. two days. And I didn't realize that they were going to use him as much because they just got him last week and they used him a good amount. So Did you watch the Saints last time he was on the team? Yes. I remember that. Good times. I think mm-hmm. everyone liked Mark Ingram when he was a Saint. Oh, I'm as a Saints fan, I'm so happy he's back. Yeah, that's cool. Um, we did have a couple players added to the trade block in our league. Yep. Michael threw up Russell Gage on his trade block. Yeah, after hyping him up on the show. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Hey. Respect seen, the hustle. I've seen a, yeah, I've seen a couple of teams uh receivers in this league and they can definitely use help. Mm. At the receiver position. So is that more so you're trying to trade because you see other people needing to, or because you actually do want to trade Gage? Uh, mainly because other people are having to pick up people off waiver wire and start them. You're just pretty much saying, hey, this guy's available if you guys are desperate. Yep. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, um, I'm not expecting much for him, but Five I, do, I have realized <laughs> that there is a couple of people that need some receivers, especially receiver depth. Six fab. Are we going to have our what first trade ever on the podcast? Just happened right now. <laughs> he said six. Fab. Off- oh, I thought you said sixth round. Um, <laughs> I will probably decline because I'd rather see another week instead of taking just six. Fab. Sorry, that is a decent That's offer. fine. It's worth a right. shot. Hey, what about a fourth round? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't think I would give up a fourth round for Gage. Um, we'll see. I did add two players to my trade block. Very surprisingly. Well, here's the thing. I Your know my baby. I, there's, I'm not winning this league this year, <laughs> you know. But I'm in seventh place right now, and uh, I threw up Melvin Gordon and Cordell Patterson. Yeah, onto my trade block. And Patterson is your child. I he's been my savior and my hero, my king, <laughs> as I like king. to say. But uh, I just don't think he's going to be something that I'm going to have for years that I'm going to want to stash. So. I've already had offers from teams that are in playoffs. Yeah. You know, that are looking to win now who want him because they realize what he is. He's a player that can help you win this year in fantasy. Definitely. And that's not what I necessarily need on my roster. So I'm looking to get younger or picks in uh, compensation for him. I gave him the offer of the century, but 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that was I, on one of the notes. I, think, I did too. turn down Allen Robinson for Cordell Patterson. So Nick, Ooh, Nick and I traded. That's crazy. Nick and I traded. Uh, he gave me Brandon Cooks and I gave him Allen Robinson. And um, how do you feel about that now, bud? Uh, you know, you definitely won at this point. <laughs> but since it's the dynasty, that's the thing about a trade like that is it could swing the other way. You yeah, know, you in another year know for years. Traded. Uh, but that was still before we knew a Rob was fully in the dumps. Yeah. So yeah, very true. Wasn't Elijah Mitchell in that trade as well? Uh, yes. Yes, that's right. And I got Elijah. Dude, missile. dude, you know, what's crazy. Remember I was going to give you Bateman for Mitchell. Oh yeah. Now would you do that trade? Like if I offered today? No, really? You would it, keep it, Mitchell? Uh, yeah. he, oh. not this week for sure. <laughs> yeah. He needs the running backs I need this running week. Backs. Oh, That's yeah. why. <laughs> Fair enough. As everybody does. So, um, This week in fantasy, we have a matchup between Caesar and Nick here. That's right. Um, Nick is on fire. Five wins in a row? Five wins. That is that's pretty good. Caesar coming off two in a row. So in a row. someone's streak's going to end. And uh, after tonight, it's not looking the best for Nick so far. <laughs> not at all. It wasn't look good, looking good before tonight, and uh, it's now looking worse. So. <laughs> We'll see. Have you noticed that he has flames on his like team in the yeah. sleeper app? <laughs> sleeper oh, app guys. Oh, yes. not it's pretty I was, cool. I was going to ask if you customized that and how I could do that, but then I realized you won five in a row. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I got to just Yeah, that's that how thing. you get it. You just win. And I'm going to have to put the flames out. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Dude, his team is banged up right now. Like, yeah. it, it's going to be one of the... I hope I win. If I lose, that's super <laughs> sad. But I feel like it might be one of those wins where... I don't feel good about it because you're just your team is decimated right now. Yeah, you have you buys beat up and on just a handicap team. Exactly. Uh, I mean, yeah, see, your team's looking good. Somebody though, that could use a receiver. Thank you. Yes, yeah. it is. That's why I offered six fab. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, he's starting uh, Traquan Smith. Smith. So there you go. Mm-hmm. There's a decent example. But right there. it could be worse. He could be starting Ahmed. <laughs> Tyler, shout out Tyler Orsini. Tyler, hey, Ahmed got two more points than he did last week. <laughs> Wasn't that it? Just literally two? Yeah, oh that's my two gosh. more than he got last week. That is terrible. He has, has two point eight points in the last two weeks. He's a stud. Yeah, so pick him up. Great, great play, Tyler. Way to pick up Devonte, and then maybe listen to the podcast, and yeah. uh, you get some tips yeah. from us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't start Ahmed. Yeah. Sure, he's not busy or anything either. Like, come on. One other pick up in Dynasty, probably the last one I want to talk about. Um, Willem picking up Deshaun Jackson. How yeah. do we how do we feel about this pickup? Do you think you, you you know you feel like you could start him a week and just hope for a touchdown? Uh I'm staying away. I, I would watch to see what's gonna yeah. happen. I don't yeah, care watch to first. have Deshaun Jackson on yeah. my team. Yeah, I would agree. Not putting him in your or not putting him in your starting lineup till you uh, see, yeah, see, see something. See something happen. But I feel like he's one of those guys that like you just kind of have to get lucky on a week that he gets a long touchdown. Are you yeah. looking at him in redraft though? Dynasty, sure. No redraft. Re- redraft. Mm, yeah, I got to be desperate. I gotta, <laughs> yeah. I gotta have a lot and of that's guys coming out. from a Raiders fan. So yeah, I like we said, we got to, we got to see what's going on there first. We got to see how he fits in that offense. Like a yeah. sixteen team league, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe more on your yeah, bottom of your bench. 18. All of my receivers are out. <laughs> eighteen. But I mean, hey, he's a he's a proven deep threat that maybe you just hope to get a deep touchdown if you got to play him. I think he has some juice left. So 
it, it yeah. might work out. We shall see. We I shall. mean, the Raiders have shown in the history um, <laughs> that uh, they can, you know, have receivers do well towards the end of their careers. Uh, I mean, I'm going to bring up someone who, I guess he's probably the greatest receiver of all time, but he did come at the very end of his career and still did solid with the Raiders, and that's Jerry Rice. Yeah. Um, when the Raiders did go to the Super Bowl. Um, he came there, I believe he was 37 years old <laughs> and uh, still had a very good and productive year, so... You know, there's Are you maybe comparing Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. To Jerry yeah. No, 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 no. no. I'm just saying doing? it's happened before. <laughs> can we edit this out? <laughs> we can. I should have muted his mic right then and there. You had the power. You had the power. <laughs> you guys uh, want to do some DFS? Yeah. All right. I think it's time we get into DFS. Sorry, it's a little hot in here, and I think we're starting to hallucinate from all the sweat. <laughs> um. All right. Didn't uh, Randy Moss play for the Raiders too? He did. He did. <laughs> That's cool. We've had a lot of the best receivers ever have played for a little bit for the Raiders at yeah. some point. Don't forget Brian Edwards. Brian Edwards, who's pretty much Randy Moss and Jerry Rice combined. Don't forget T.O. And T.O. What a beast. What a beast. And to be fair, it's not his fault. He's just part of that one draft class, and that whole draft class has been pretty rough. Yeah. It's not his fault. Yeah, it's rough. I'm scared that something's going to come out against him next. Yeah. All right, wow, but Nick is unbuttoning. I like what I'm oh, seeing. Oh, he's yeah. getting ready. That's our guru. Yeah, That's he's how getting you know. ready for some DFS. Um, so I think we're going to start off by just you know going position by position, talking about some players that we like this week in DFS, um, and then maybe we'll get into our lineups that we have going for this week. So we're going to kick it off with Caesar here. He's going to start with the quarterback he likes this week, and we're talking main slate. Yeah, sorry, should have clarified that main slate. Yes, main. Slate. What is DFS for people who don't know? Oh, that's a great, Michael, you're the best. All right, so DFS, Daily Fantasy Sports. You might be sitting here listening to the podcast wondering, why should I care about this? Well, the first reason is because it's super fun. Would you guys agree? Yeah, it's definitely a nice little mix-up from normal fantasy. It makes every game so interesting. Like tonight, that game was terrible, but we were still (laughs) sitting here on the edge of our seats wondering what's going to happen, who's going to score, and then seeing Parlay Picker win $175,000. By putting Isaiah Ford, Albert Wilson, and starting Tua in their lineup. Like, what? Like Who who does that? that? So if you guys heard that right if you didn't know football you could have put some random people in tonight and you might you might have won one hundred seventy five thousand dollars. okay so that's the first reason why dfs is cool or why we're talking about it well you need to play it so play it not only that this can help you with setting your lineups for your regular teams too whether it's dynasty or redraft because you're going to hear about their matchups and uh just see who's a good play this week so that's what DFS is, and that's why you should care about it. Anything else to add for that, boys? Um, maybe just to clarify a rule for DFS. Um, what you're given is you're given a salary of how much money you can spend to build your team, and you have to stay within budget while filling out all the required positions, which in most for a main slate, it's going to be a quarterback, two running backs, three receivers, a tight end, a flex, and a defense. And you have a budget of $60,000 to build your lineup. And you have to stay within that budget while filling out all those positions. And I'll say this. When we do uh, these DFS lineups, we have like a little fun friend group poll or group uh, 
contest and nick wins every time so yeah, that's why we had to bring on the dfs guru it's almost not fun anymore <laughs> yeah it's literally he literally says hey you guys if you don't pay me this week you can just memo me next week so and it remains yeah. true yeah it's crazy and it's if not nick fair. wins again this week i'm probably out I'm <laughs> sure. I'll, I'll take a week yeah. off yeah we'll just kick him out so <laughs> basically this yeah. main slate i for me personally, I'm just not that good at it. There's so many options. And that's what's really cool about DFS is you can pretty much pick your own. Like you're not stuck with the same fantasy team. You're picking, like Dylan said, you have your salary. But you can pick anyone you want, essentially. Um, so that's why it's pretty cool. And that's why, especially for the main slate, you have so many different options. So we're going to help you out and tell you some people that we really like. And I'll start with the quarterback position. Um, starting with someone that I have that did pretty bad last week. And that's going to be Josh Allen. He's going to be the highest um, quarterback to pay for. He's going to be the most, but he's playing the Jets. Last week, they lost to the Jaguars. They're going to be on a mission this week. They're going to go crazy, and the Jets are the 16th ranked defense. Um, Josh Allen's going to cost you about $8,700, all right? but he's averaging about 25 points. I think you're going to get more than that this week, so I really like Josh Allen. I mean, I can't argue spending up on Josh Allen. Yeah. You could have stopped after saying he's playing the Jets. And <laughs> exactly. You would have been, it would have been valid. So, yeah. I, I mean, you're going to pay up, but we have some other budget guys that will help you so you can play Josh Allen and hopefully still get a really good lineup. All right, Nick, you want to kick off the next quarterback? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And just, just one one note we should make is we're, we're talking Fandle here in terms of pricing. Yeah. Um, Fandle's half PPR. Good point. Uh, some people play DraftKing uh, was the other main one that people will play for DFS. But uh, still, your lineups are going to be basically the same. It's, it's just a little bit different with the half PPR and the PPR. But you could, you could still go off this. It's still going to be pretty much the same. Uh, for me, um, I was going to go... I'm going to go, um, I'm going to do a pivot from who I originally had. I'm going to say, let you have him, Dylan. Thank you. Um, and, uh, this one's going to surprise you guys, but I'm going to save some money here and I'm saying big Ben. Um, now I know your first thought, yes, is you, which I did right here next to his name, but, uh, (laughs) that's a good note. He actually did. I'm looking at his notes. It says E W. Ew. (laughs) Uh, but big Ben is going against the lions. Um, he's coming off of two, uh, decent games against solid uh defenses and as we know the lions lions are one of the worst defenses in the league uh they're allowing some of the most points to opposing fantasy quarterbacks um so i think big ben's going to go out there he's going to have a solid week and he's going to help you to save that money to spend at a couple of other positions yeah so that's definitely a budget quarterback if you want to spend up on maybe your running backs or some wide receivers that you think have good matchups so big ben is not someone that you're looking at right away to like score a lot for your team but just someone to put in there who could potentially have a pretty good game to where you have other guys who are going crazy and making you win whatever contest you're in and a quick little note on big ben is Najee, you know reports are a little banged up and if he can't go or he's not 100 percent, you'll probably definitely see big ben throwing the ball more than normal so that is not a bad start this week if you yeah. need to budget it i also we also forgot to mention that uh claypool is pretty banged up right now and is pretty questionable for the week. Forgot to mention that in the news. Thank you, thank you. Yep. All right, Michael, you got a quarterback we can start this week? Yeah. Um, I'm a, I am go a little bit different route than uh, Caesar. I don't like to spend as much on my quarterback because, like we all saw last week, Josh Allen 
probably gave you five five or so points or less. He's going to bounce back. And he, had, and he costs a lot. So I go with a little bit cheaper option. I, I'm going to do – but he still can – he's been on fire lately, and he's going against the 19th-ranked uh, defense. I'm going to go with Carson Wentz. He costs about 7500 bucks. Love it. He's playing against the Jaguars. He's been on fire. He's just been a consistent guy, and I'll take my 17 to 25 points, and I'll be good with that for my quarterback like spot. I like Carson Wentz. He was one of my picks for actual fantasy for the rest of the year at quarterback that mm-hmm. I like. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I paid for him uh, in Danis- Dynasty in a trade, and I believe, Michael, maybe you can correct me, he's had two touchdowns in the last three, four games wow. at minimum. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's been playing yeah, really good been, football lately. Yeah, that's impressive. He's been on fire. Hopefully he keeps it up. Yeah. Um, the quarterback that I am going to talk about, Matt Ryan, he costs 7300 for your lineup, and he's playing against Dallas. And you might be like, oh, no, Dallas defense, they get a lot of interceptions. They're giving up the six most points to quarterbacks. And Matt Ryan, I was looking at for the last five weeks, has scored 20 or more fantasy points. So uh, it's a quarterback who 7300 is not top dollar to get, and he's playing some great football against a defense that's giving up a lot of points. And it should be a game with a lot of points in it. So that's a game I want to chase with players yeah i think this is one of the higher um total points out of the games this week i think it might be the highest because you should have a shootout between the falcons and uh the cowboys because both their defenses are pretty similar they're going to give up points they're going to give up yards so i actually like that pick a lot i love that pick matt ryan's playing good football he really is yeah i think a couple other guys here had matt ryan on their list as well so i appreciate them letting me talk about him (laughs) yeah and uh i have a few other guys so i understand josh allen's a top option it's not really helpful i mean i'm just i just want to let you know that i loved him or love him for this week but then i also have three other names do you guys have any other quarterbacks before i just go off i do as well okay so i'll I'll do one and then nick can go uh my next guy is still a little bit pricier um but i really like him Okay, and it's Tom Brady. All right, eighty-three hundred against Washington. They're the thirtieth-ranked team against uh, quarterbacks in fantasy, and Tom Brady's averaging twenty-five points too. So, if you don't want to go Josh Allen, you can go Tom Brady. You can save a few hundred dollars. Um, I really like his matchup, and they've just been on fire this week. So, Tom Brady, even though he's old, he's the goat. He's someone to definitely look at. I believe he's number one fantasy cornerback. So yeah, I mean, I think so. yes, he is great pick obviously um i have i have dak on here as well like we already talked about matt ryan on the other side of this game and and like we were talking about i'm gonna i would take any piece in this game you know of the main people um main players and yeah so i like dak um versus the falcons i think that's a good one yeah falcons 24th ranked defense had dak on my list too another really good guy and you're gonna just save you're gonna save a little bit of money to spend elsewhere and he's averaging 21 points which is a little less than josh allen and tom brady but again that should be a shootout both quarterbacks should go crazy this game yeah i don't i don't have a problem going dak at all yeah not at all uh michael did you have another quarterback by chance uh, yes, I do. And before that, I just wanted to double check on Carson Wentz stats. He's had at least two touchdowns since week four. Wow. And he had three in the past two games. So he's been on fire lately. Jeez, that is actually insane. Yeah. Yeah. Who would have thought after yeah. last year, this... I love to see it, man. Look, look what an O-line yeah, can do for a quarterback. A Here, here's my problem. Before last year, I would get into heated debates with Dorian and our other Cowboy fan friends and i would say carson wentz is better than dak and at the point i think i had a case like back then 
Think about how good yeah, he was. Yeah, before. you could argue that back then. Okay. And then last season, Carson Wentz goes out and plays like he went to the Jamarcus Russell like QB whoa, camp. Whoa, whoa, we don't have to bring him up. <laughs> um, but I, I'm I'm happy to see Carson Wentz ball. It's weird. It's still weird to me seeing him in a Colts jersey doing it. Uh, but yeah, I'm happy, and I think he is a really good play if you want to play. They got a solid team too, so. Yeah, yeah, that definitely yeah. helps. The Eagles look like a mess, um, and look what a well-run and well-coached team does mm-hmm. to a quarterback. Yep. Uh, but my other QB was Teddy Bridgewater. I know it's gross. Oh. Uh, I don't recommend doing it, but he's pretty cheap. And like we've said before, the Broncos are pretty loaded at wide receivers. So yeah. They are. We'll see. I wouldn't recommend it, though. Who are they I'll playing again? The Eagles this week. The Eagles. Oh, yeah. It's not bad. Home, and Eagles, so. Eagles aren't bad against the run, so... You know, it might be a game that yeah. they got to throw a little bit more. Oh, it's so gross, yep. though, to play Teddy. Yeah, mm. no, he's he's gross, but he's safe. He'll always get you 15 points or so. Okay. So, you know. And uh, do you know what he cost this week? No, I didn't. I'm not I'm not starting him. I'm just bringing up his name. Just All right. take a peek. Right, no he worries. can't be that much. I think yeah. we're going to double We're, we're going to fact check it right now. Look it up. Let's see how much. Uh, te- and he wears two gloves, which is unique, so. Teddy two gloves. Teddy two gloves. Yeah, I don't want a quarterback wears two gloves. <laughs> I lose it's, confidence it's in that. It's stupid. It's not unique. <laughs> He's seventy two hundred on Fandle. Seventy two. Let's see. I think right, I'd rather. I, I, yeah, I would rather just. I'd rather have Matt Ryan. Yeah, just spend the extra hundred and go after Matt Ryan. Yeah, let's do yeah. that. I agree. So who's playing Cam so Newton? Forget, just forget what I said. No, 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 no. <laughs> who's playing Cam Newton? No one. No one He's should be playing, playing him. He shouldn't. Week. He was not even be in the game. <laughs> Just kidding. Do not do that. <laughs> yeah. uh, we good to move on to running back? Um, I think I had I one more so. quarterback. Oh, one more quarterback? All right, let's talk about him. Um, oh, dude, this guy, he went off last week. Justin Herbert, okay? Oh, okay, Justin yeah. Herbert against Minnesota, the 17th ranked, court, or ranked defense against quarterbacks. He's averaging 23 points, which is more than Dak. All right, so, and he's only 8,000. So if you really want a good I'm not going to say budget, but he's less than Josh Allen, Tom Brady, uh, the higher, you know, uh, rated guys. I really like Justin Herbert. and I think he's going to build off what happened last week. And I think that could be another shootout game. Yeah, that should be a high scoring game. And the Chargers have not really been able to establish a running game. Yep. So they're going to have to throw the ball to move it. So take a look at Herbert. If you want a higher end quarterback who's not too expensive, still a little bit pricier. Um, And like Michael said, I like to pay up on my quarterbacks. That's kind of my strategy uh, when I'm going through. Um, so I think he's a lower tier, not necessarily tier, but lower price, top tier quarterback. I would agree. Uh, I'd throw out one other name. Uh, I do like Russell Wilson this week. I did a couple lineups with him as well. Um, he's just a little bit more than Matt Ryan, but he's somebody I can trust to come off an injury and just go out there and ball and I mean, if he does come out as vintage, vintage Russell Wilson, then 7500 is pretty cheap. Yeah, it's kind of a steal for him then. Yeah, it's, and that could be a shootout. It scares me, though, that they have Green Bay second against quarterbacks, though, their defense. True. And that's another thing. And I don't think we really talked about our strategies, did we? You want to do that when we do our Sarah lineups? Or? Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. We'll, we'll save that. One thing later. I would say about Green Bay, that number could be a little swayed because they have played against the teams in their division with Jared Goff and Justin Fields. <laughs> right. So that does help your defensive numbers yeah. against quarterbacks. I don't point. think they've played a quarterback like Russell Wilson right. for the most part. That's a good point. 
You know? And your studs are going to do what studs do. Yeah. That's another thing to think about. I mean, they couldn't stop Jameis. Yeah, that's true. That's so. very true. <laughs> Jameis threw five touchdowns. That should them. tell a lot. <laughs> yeah, so, you know. All right, uh, we ready to talk some running backs? Let's do it. Yeah, Dylan's not going to skip them this time. Yeah, I got <laughs> I got guys I want to talk about. <laughs> Anyone want to kick this one off? Um, I just talked, so someone else can go. All right, I'll kick us off. Uh, I'm going to go. He's the most expensive running back of the week, Jonathan Taylor, but... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is. I think no, everyone just crossed yeah. him off their list. <laughs> There's no way I can't stay in these flames of how much he's been killing it. Um, Jaguars are like middle of the pack against running backs. Nineteenth, yeah, yeah. It doesn't bother fifteenth. It it does somewhere in there. Yeah. Oh, it somewhere is 15th. In, somewhere in the middle of the pack. Um, <laughs> Literally, like yeah, right in the middle. Yeah, fifteenth. Uh, <laughs> not 19th because i messed up um 15th but uh he has been the best running back in football and uh spending up on him i ha- didn't have any hesitations um this week going after someone like that he has been too good at running back and too consistent so spending the money on him this week is worth every penny yeah i agree it's just always scary like spending up because it happens every week there's some top guy who has a good matchup and should do really well but then but yep. it's Jonathan Taylor, so I yeah. think I think I really like him too. Yeah, he's on I, my list. I love so. him this week. Yeah, if you spent up for Taylor the past few weeks, you're happy. So. Yeah, that's true. All right, Who's Caesar, you want to go? Yeah, I can go. Uh, let's see, uh, Coach Mags, here he goes. Here I go, dude. I have a lot on this list. Um, I'll save my budget guys for later. But someone I really like this week, besides Jonathan Taylor, I think. Jonathan Taylor is like my number one. I think everyone, you should pretty much just play him. Um, I, even though it's kind of scary, I like Cordero. Cord, is it Cordero or how do you guys? I feel Cord- like Cordero. Cordero. I, I feel like Cordero. That's it. Is, is that what you, Cordero? That's what I say. That's how I, I feel say like it. I hear people let, say. It. Let me call him up and I'll ask him. Okay, you ask him. him. All right, Cordero <laughs> Patterson um, against Dallas, who's the thirteenth ranked uh, defense against running backs, I believe. Um, he's seventy eight hundred. He's averaging sixteen points, and he just like that quote we talked about last episode. He plays pretty much three positions for them. Like it's crazy. He's getting the ball all the time. I think he's someone that is worth the seven or seventy eight hundred dollars um i really like cordero even though the matchup doesn't look the best he's getting those touches like crazy um yeah i would take a look at yeah, him they, they manufacture touches for him they mm-hmm. get him involved in that offense he makes the offense go so i mean spending money on him is not a guy i mean it's not an issue on a guy that you know is going to get involved yep it's a high floor play so mm-hmm. i like it very well said all right um i'll go ahead um I think this is he's going to be the foundation of a lot a lot of lineups. Um, the I don't really see any scenario where uh, he doesn't go off unless he gets injured. But uh, that's going to be Najee Harris uh, versus the Lions. Um, going to spend up for him ninety four hundred. Um, Lions opponents uh, are running the ball fifty two percent of the snaps this season because yeah <laughs> they're the Lions <laughs> they're the Lions. You don't you, you don't need to pass the ball. Yeah, You're going to get a lead. You they don't a lead. have a good run defense. Um, so, you know, that's one of the reasons I like Najee. Uh, they're allowing 24.3 fantasy points per game to opposing running backs. That's third most in the league. So I don't think you can go wrong with Najee this week. 
and he gets it. Did yeah. you talk about him getting catches and stuff too on top of that? Yeah, I mean, we all know uh, Big Ben's a bit washed. He can't throw the ball anymore deep down the field. He's just going to dump off to, to Najee a bunch, and uh, he's going to get a bunch of rushes. So, it, again, that's another high-floor player. Um, he's just going to gonna give you easy, consistent points every week. So Yeah, I believe he had a week where yeah. he didn't really have a good rushing game, but strictly off his receiving game, still scored in over 20 points in fantasy. So, yeah. yeah, definitely a high floor for him. Yeah, someone you can be very confident in playing. Yeah, he's a stud. Uh, did you say he was 9,300 or 9,400, Nick? No, she is 9,400. Okay, so Pretty my pricey. guy is $900 cheaper than uh, Jonathan Taylor and uh Najee Ooh. and I think he's gonna have a great week he's going against one of the worst run defenses or 27th against the run that's uh, Dalvin Cook he's yep. going for 8,500 that's, that's my uh, other running back that is actually that is yeah. a great play yeah I mean yeah I think he's gonna be a stud this week yeah I, I looked at him I was just concerned with like the recent things that came out oh we didn't even talk about that we didn't. Yeah, but we didn't. now we are. But I mean, it's all speculation right now. There's not yeah, much to talk there's about. There's not much to talk about. I wasn't sure it was going to happen, so I didn't feel like bringing it up. But uh, from what I've heard, I think he's good to go. And he, he's good to go a, this week for that, sure. That is a great play. Yeah, and Chargers. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking him all the way. Uh, I don't know why he's so cheap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was looking up uh, stats about them. Uh, they're allowing uh, 130 rushing yards a game. Goodness, to sakes. running backs, so they terrible. They cannot stop the run, and he's one of the best running backs in football. Well, they're and, a run, they're a run funnel defense, so that's pretty much what they, yeah. they want people to do. And the Vikings love to run the ball, so this is going to be interesting. Yeah, he looks like a home run play. Yeah, yeah, I'm starting both of them for so. that price too. I like it. Yeah, yeah that's that a price great is price. Deal. Might have to rethink my lineup. Yeah, me too. That price a little bit. Mm, nope, can't change your lineup. <laughs> <laughs> um, another running back or running backs I like um, is the Buffalo backfield of Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. Oh yeah, um, they're six thousand each. Um, Zach Moss might not play this week, and if he doesn't play, then six thousand for Singletary is, I think, way too cheap. The Jets are the worst team in the league against the run. Um, and I was looking up some past terrible. Yeah. They're allowing over 30 fantasy points a week to the running back position. Um, is this before or after they got Mike white? Cause they've been on a tear ever since that man has shown up. <laughs> uh, I'm just That's a good question. Um, I mean, last week, uh, Mike white did play some of the game and, uh, what was his name? Uh, Bengals running back Joe Mixon. He scored, I believe 26 fantasy points against them. So, uh yeah he had two touchdowns but yeah, yeah he still did all right yeah um but i was looking up uh two weeks ago they went um against the jets uh or it was last week right who did the, who the jets play last week was it the colts yes yes mm, yeah yeah so jonathan that. taylor against them had 34 fantasy points and their backup naheem hines had 20 fantasy points so that's yeah. multiple running backs having very good relevance against them and then three weeks ago, they played against the Patriots, who had three different running backs score touchdowns and be fantasy relevant against that defense. Yep. So I wanted any part of a running back going against them. And they are the 31st ranked defense against running backs. So yeah. you can be very they're, confident. They're good points, but Singletary always scares me because, you know, the second you're it's like, nasty. he's, he's going to yeah. do it. But I mean, it's it's 6,000. It's very cheap, and it's Definitely. a team that can't stop the run. So. And the Bills have to find a way to get their running game going. So what better way than to try to establish it against the worst rushing team in the NFL? Yeah. I just figured for I'll the believe. budget price, I think he's worth a start. 
Oh yeah. I'll believe it when I see it. They cannot <laughs> run the ball at so all. So will I, but I, I love Singletary. Shot. He was on my list too. I highlighted him because he's such a budget. I, I love Singletary this week. Who's up? Am I up now? You are Sweet. Up. Out of my 20 running backs. Let's see. Um, I'm just going to throw them out. I'm going to do two if that's okay. Just not that one. Which one? The guy at the bottom. I love that guy. That's okay. We're looking at the show notes here. We're sharing. <laughs> um, all right. I'll do two. I'll do one guy who's a little bit pricey, and then we'll do a budget. Um, this first guy, he didn't do too well. Uh, Austin Eckler. He's going to cost you about $8,600, but he's playing against the 21st uh, run rank defense or against fantasy running backs, which is Minnesota. He's averaging 18 points. I think he'll be back to himself. I think you can be confident in playing Austin Eckler. Um, they're going to bounce back, they're, or he's going to bounce back, and he's going to have a good game. So you would be rocking the stack at that point. Yeah, I would. Said Herbert. I think that's a great stack. I think that'd be an awesome stack to play. If you guys, if it, if yeah. it worked out with your budget, I think that's a really good idea. I mean, that's a game you want some piece of. Exactly. So some of the, some of the winners in history you'll find, uh, you know, in past DFS lineups have uh, stacks of two or three. So, you know, they'll have a Jonathan Taylor, a Pittman, and, you know, Wentz. So sometimes that can be a, a home run. Yeah, yeah, yeah I believe point. one of the winners last week had a Broncos stack of Bridgewater, Tim Patrick, and <laughs> Melvin Gordon. Wow. Hey yo! <laughs> but it makes sense though, because if their team How about does them Broncos, okay, let's relax. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, he can say it after last week. <laughs> yeah. um, that's the thing though. If their team does well, then that's like it, it's going to help everyone out, and your stack is only going to look so good. But obviously, if they do bad, you're going to your team's yeah, going to destroy your lineup. <laughs> yeah. Um, not be confident a bad idea in your stack. stack. Yeah. Be be confident in your stack. You got to believe in them for them to do well. Um, and here's a really good budget guy. And he's actually on the Broncos. Look at that. How funny. Uh, Melvin Gordon against the 30th ranked Philadelphia defense. He's only he's only $6,300. Is that the best Broncos running back? Yes, he is the best. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I like Javante. Fantasy-wise, yes. Fa- yeah, yeah. Yeah. We just he wanted scores. to make Michael mad. He scores. He's averaging 12 points right now, which for 6300 I really like Melvin Gordon if you want that budget back to maybe uh, spend up on your quarterback or a wide receiver or something. So, um, What do you think about that, Michael, as a Broncos fan? He's been balling this year. I'll give it to him. Mm-hmm. I don't. It sucks to not see Javante getting everything, but Melvin's doing great, so it is a great, it's a great play. I agree. Thank you. All right, uh, you is it your turn, Nick? You good over there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's just it's a little hot in here. It is a little uh, hot, but we can't turn on the AC because it messes up our mics because our mics are so good. And yeah, it you hears it in the background. Yeah, you we can open if, the door. No, if if you're not sweating, you're not working. So let's let's keep it hot up in here. That might be our new motto. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, my next hot pick is is going to be one that I think a lot of people are going to be looking at. Uh, and that's Dearness Johnson. Um, you're going to save a bunch of money if you go with him, uh, be able to spend it at a different position. Um, and this is obviously contingent on um, Nick Chubb not playing, obviously. Uh, but they have one of the best O-lines in football. And if Nick Chubb's out, Dearness Johnson's going to get a big workload. Um, he is going against the Patriots, who's a better defense. Um, They're only 23, ranked 23rd against uh, fantasy running backs, though. 
yeah, so not, you know, not super strong, actually on the other side of the pack. So definitely somebody I would feel confident starting and somebody where you can save some money. Uh, Dearness Johnson's only 5400 this week, so um, definitely can save some money right there. I think that's like one of, the, I think that might be the best budget play. He's start. He's the oh, starting Oh, this week he back. is, absolutely. 5300 uh, or 5400 I think that's insane. What do you think, Mike? Yep, I totally agree. He's a steal. I have my flex as well. Nice. Um, you know, I'll, I'll throw another one in there that most people won't look at, and this is also going to be contingent on injuries. Um, you're going to be a little shocked, but uh, Brandon Bolden, actually, um, I kind of like because Stevenson and Harris may not play. So if they both are out, um, he's actually scored double digits the past two weeks, um, had it played a season high, 47% of the snaps last week. Um, so Brandon Bolden's another one you could look at potentially, uh, to save some money. That's a mega budget play. I feel like, oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but then you could get, yeah. you know, potentially, uh, uh, Austin Eckler, Herbert stack, um, and you could get a Keenan Allen or something. So you could spend up at other places. Yeah. And if you're going to be paying up for, uh, Josh Allen, like Caesar is, you're going to need guys like that in your yeah. team. Yeah. Exactly. So mark him down. Uh, I got one more guy too that I really like this week. He is nine or let's dang eleven hundred cheaper than my last running back who I thought was a steal. That's Leonard Fournette. He's only seventy four hundred this week, going against the seventeenth ranked defense, uh, Washington. Uh, I think they're going to be up in this game, and I think he's going to be getting a lot of touches. And he's been getting a lot of targets lately. So I like his upside a lot in this game. Yeah, I had him on my list too. I I love Fournette, and he's been getting the job done too. Uh, he's just another one of those yeah. guys that this year has just been a good year for them. So I think I I, I really like that play. He's been a, DS, a DFS steal honestly all year uh, for the most part. Um, you know, obviously not against the Saints, but pretty much most other weeks, I I think he's a good good start. Yeah, he's averaging like thirteen points. So that's dude, that's pretty good. Especially that's for the price good. you're going to get, it, it, when your guys are hitting that like ten point mark, that's you're you're happy. Especially in DFS, yeah. If, especially if they only cost you know seven thousand or less than that, mm-hmm. that's a good pick. Does anyone else have any other running backs? Uh, I, I got my guy right there. So I have. Do you want to talk about one of them? Nope. No. Nope. Um, I like him. Which one? Mister Connor. L- look, Mister Connor, <laughs> the guy who destroyed my Forty ers Um. <laughs> I have two guys, but they have question marks. James Conner is now the new owner of them. Is that he true is or is that just owner. rumors? Yeah. No, it's true. It's he confirmed? Is. Okay. Just him him and Eno Benjamin are the new owners of the 49ers. <laughs> um, so James Conner. spent $21. So. <laughs> exactly. Uh, James Conner is only 7000 Here's the problem, though. He's playing against the Panthers, who are the second-ranked or second-ranked defense against uh, fantasy running backs. But... James Conner gets those. He, he got a lot of work last week. I mean, our defense isn't that good, but they gave him the ball a lot. And he still, I think, has like the most, doesn't he have like the most touchdowns right now? Yeah, leads the league in touchdowns. Yeah, he's leading the league in touchdowns. 11. So, he has 10 um, touchdowns in his last seven games. That's ridiculous. Um, I'm not as confident in playing him, but I think he'll still do well if maybe your budget is literally, hey, I have 7,000 left. Um, or just enough to get him, I would get him. Then you also have DeAndre Swift, um, who's going up against a 10th-ranked Pittsburgh defense. He's only 7,300. He's averaging 15 points, and Swift has just been balling out this year. So even though the defensive matchup isn't the best, 
Um, for 7300 if you want a stud, and that's how you got to play it sometimes. Sometimes you got to get these studs, even though they don't have the best matchups. Um, you play them, they're still going to do their thing. I think DeAndre Swift is someone else that you can definitely play. Um, one thing I'd like to say about Swift is he's not like a normal running back where it's all on the ground. He gets mm-hmm. a lot of his production through the air. So, yes, Steelers are great against the run, but I think Swift adds a lot through the air where he's going to put up a lot of good points just in the passing game, and they're going to have to throw in this game. So Swift, I still think, is a safe play. Yeah, absolutely. And DraftKings, he's even an even better play. With Very true. And uh, right. quick question about James Conner. Do we know if uh, Kyler Murray is going to play this week? Most likely. He's, he's- feeling good. Okay, good. Yeah, because I feel like if he was a game-time decision last week, I think he should play this week. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that definitely gives him a boost, too, then. Are we ready to move on to wide receivers? To kickers? (laughs) 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 That's Uh, a funny one. Let's do it. All right. um, I'll kick us off with... um... (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I thought we weren't going to do kickers. Now we're kicking... (laughs) You couldn't even hit yeah. my joke button oh. after that one? Oh, sorry. Let's just do it again. No, it's too late. The moment's <laughs> ruined. Um, I'm going to go with C.D. Lamb. He is 7,700. Um, Atlanta is giving up the 12th most points to the wide receiver position. Um, it's one of those games where I believe it's going to be very high scoring, so I wanted any part I could get of it, and I felt like 7,700 for C.D. Lamb was a fair, very fair price, and... Uh, I really think the Cowboys are going to come out pretty angry in this game after what they did last week. Oh, and yeah. So I could see CeeDee Lamb having a big game in this one. Yeah, you can definitely expect the Cowboys to just go wild. Um, again, rankings always scare me because um, you said, what, they're 12th? 12th against 12th. receivers. Yeah, that kind of scares me. But it's CeeDee Lamb and like, you, and like we both oh, said. Getting up the 12th most points to receivers. Right. Um, which still, I favor more like 15 and higher 16 and higher stuff like that but um yeah i think you're i think it's still a good play i was looking at him too it's just that ranking kind of scared me oh no no i'm saying like there's only 11 teams that have given up more points than them yeah okay wait giving up more points yes they're giving up the 12th most points to the receiver oh position. they're giving up the 12th most, most yes okay yeah i uh, what... see i i had my rankings reverse <laughs> how you did yours yeah you're doing yours is like 30th is really, really bad against I'm doing where I'm saying giving have up the Have you been most. doing that the whole time? Yes. I've been, <laughs> Please might hold. Been, might have been reverse of yours. <laughs> um, that's fun. I wonder if we confuse a lot of people. I think they understand. Well, I've tried to, like, I saw you doing that, so I've worded mine where I, it's, like, tried not to, where I've said they've given up the most points or the second most points. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. I think, I think we cleared that up a little bit. Yeah. And we're back. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I, I like that play. I think on that offense, that's a really good play. He hurt me last week, so he's not on my DFS lineup. Mm-hmm. He hurt yeah. me in multiple leagues, but I really fi- think this is a bounce so back. He'll week. be good this week. Guys. Yeah, he will. All right, Caesar, you got one you want to talk about? Um, I'll talk about my actual favorite. I don't even know if he made it onto my lineup, but he is my favorite right now. I don't think I had enough for him because I like to spend up in certain areas, but. My favorite is going to be Mike Evans. I know it's kind of nasty. <laughs> Don't you dare laugh at me, sir. No, no, no. I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at the Nick Todd coming quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Quarterback. Didn't he say? That's where you like to spend up. Yes. That's it. Just $10,000 for Josh Allen. That's a steal. 
Yeah, that's a great <laughs> steal. Good value. Good All right. Value. Anyways, whatever. Um, keep laughing. Remember what happened last time you guys laughed at me? When I mentioned Brandon Ayuk, and then you guys all look stupid. I thought that was Eno Benjamin. Okay, you're gonna. That was the last time we laughed. Okay, fair enough. So Jordan Howard, Brandon Ayuk. Let's not forget what happened. Okay, uh, but listening to you on the podcast, I remember I was in the gym listening to you guys. Great podcast. I actually was on the Ayuk side, and Thank I, you. I actually started him in two leagues last week. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you. Call me okay. crazy. Uh, so my next guy, you're gonna want to laugh at Mike Evans. Okay, but hear me out. Going up against a 29th ranked Washington defense, and he's averaging 15 points. And Chris Godwin is a little banged up. Uh, Gronk is a little banged up. Is I don't, Godwin playing? I th- I think maybe. Um, he hasn't practiced at all this week. Exactly, which helps my case even more. Yeah, because I think AB might be back this week. AB might be back. I don't think no, he's going to be. So. No, not anymore. From what I've heard, he's not. So. Mike Evans. I think that's like, it's going to be a really good play. This is the Mike Evans that, you know, we kind of wish that we had someone like, well, Mike Evans just by himself, you know, not on this offense because that's why he's so streaky because there's just so many other people to throw the ball, throw the ball to. So um, I really like Mike Evans. I don't know if I said his price. I'm going to check the show notes. Um, It's 7,400. 7,400. And uh, yeah, neither of them practiced. AB didn't practice, and Godwin didn't practice. So, so that could be a yeah, good not pick. looking good. Really good Absolutely pick. love Mike Evans. He loves yeah. it. Seventy four hundred is way too cheap if he's the only guy out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right, Nick. Who do you have? Um, so I'm gonna go back to the Steelers. Maybe we'll have a little uh, Big Ben stack going on here. I like Deontay Johnson. Um, I like that pick. Deontay Johnson, 7,400. So, you know, not quite a budget pick, but still pretty cheap. Um, Deontay Johnson has been averaging 46.2, or he's been getting 46.2% share of the air yards, uh, of the Steelers' air yards since week six. Um, So getting uh, almost half the yards, and I could see that going up this week um, even further with Clay out. And uh, he's averaged, or he's scored at least 12 PPR points in every game this season. so very consistent and uh, somebody that I feel safe uh, putting in my lineup. Yeah, I think that is pretty yeah, safe. I like that play. Yep, I love that pick. I was going to go him as well, but I went with somebody else. I'm going with uh, Keenan Allen. He's only 7,200. He's Ooh, playing the that's Vikings. Cheap. Uh, yeah, another cheap guy I really like. He's had 11 and 13 <laughs> don't, targets. Don't talk trash about weeks. him, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, I the corners on the Vikings are horrible. That's what I'm mainly looking at. If you if you're going against Rashad Breeland, I'm starting you in my lineup. That's <laughs> what it is for me. So uh, yeah, that's the guy I'm picking this week. They're 27th against uh, receivers, so it's going to be a nice matchup for Keenan Allen. That is a really good matchup. Cornerback matchups are something I think uh, that could be a lesson for everybody. Definitely to look at um, in DFS and in regular fantasy if you're deciding between two people. Um, you know, see what, who they're going to be matching up with, most likely. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yep. Point. Last week, City Lamb was matched up against Pastor Tan the second, and he was clamped all game. So, don't start your wide receivers against the Broncos. Well, Dak was pretty clamped as well, but <laughs> yeah, yep. they were all clamped. Pastor Tan, <laughs> he was covering Dak too. Who was on Malik Turner? <laughs> Malik Turner. <laughs> who was on Malik Turner? That's what I want to know. Malik Turner, if you're listening. 
We're sorry. Um, we're sorry we called you Miles Turner. Uh, we that's just a didn't know who you were. <laughs> that's a basketball player, right? Did he, he got ejected tonight. And he got ejected. So, uh, Miles or <laughs> Malik. Malik, sorry. Is Miles. Malik wide receiver one now for them? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> no, um, are we picking him up? Uh, Miles Turner, I we apologize. Last episode. <laughs> Miles Turner, I apologize to you for getting you confused with Malik Turner. Malik, I'm, I apologize for getting you confused with Miles Turner, the basketball player. I hope that fixes everything. It does. <laughs> All right. And now I'm going to talk about a receiver I like this week. Uh, Marvin Jones. 5,900. Um, he hasn't played great lately. So don't have like, you know, a ton of confidence coming in, but they are playing against the Colts who I was looking up. They're giving up the fifth most points to the wide receiver position. Mm. And this is a game. I believe Jacksonville is going to be down in this game and they're going to have to throw the ball. And Trevor Lawrence has looked a lot better these past few weeks. So I expect if he has a good game, it to go through Marvin Jones. And I think it's a good matchup, too, for the wide receiver position. And how much was he again? 5,900. That is not bad. No, exactly. That's He's a, a person play. that you can start in your lineup if you try and do save some money at some other positions. I think he's a great start. I like that. That's a that's an interesting one. It is interesting. I like the points. Yeah, I like the price. It's a little scary, but it's a good... You have good points. Yeah, Thank you. You do have good points. It's very scary. Will I be doing that? Probably not. But maybe there's someone <laughs> listening that will. And then... I'm just saying, if you spend up at some other spots, like running back is a good one to spend up this week, so you oh, might yeah. need to cut back somewhere else. I wouldn't have started Albert Wilson tonight, but... Yeah, look at that. Albert Wilson ball. Or out. Isaiah Ford. Um, Caesar, you need to be writing these guys down for these budgets with Josh Allen at quarterback. <laughs> don't worry. I don't even know. I don't know if I could even afford Josh Allen this week with my lineup, but we'll talk about that later. Um, next guy. Who was your guy again, Mike? Receiver? Yeah. Keenan Allen. And he was 7,200, you said, right? Yes. Yes. Another guy who's 7,200. Michael Pittman, who's been on fire. He's awesome. Oh, I, I took your guy, Nick. That's all right. Go you want to talk about him? And then I'll talk about I'll someone throw else. I'll some uh, stuff in at the end for you. All right. Sounds I'll good. I'll back your point up. Uh, so, Michael Pittman, we, I think we all love him here, right? Michael? We love him. Home run play. Okay, good. Time. We all love Michael Pittman. Um, 7,200 against the Jags, who are ranked 21st against wide receivers. He's averaging 13 points, and he's just been on fire lately. Um, I really love Michael Pittman, um, especially for that price. I think that's a good price for him. Um, yeah, so I concur. Uh, you know, Michael talked about starting Wentz. I think a really good stack this week is the Wentz Pittman stack, you know, even, even possibly Jonathan Taylor as well. Um, one of those things where if their offense is clicks, all of a sudden you have one of the top lineups for the week. Uh, what I like about Pittman, um, for the season and this week is just that his targets per route one, sorry, targets per route run, uh, have gone up from 16.7% from last year to 21.7%. So um, that's a really important metric for our receivers is how often are they getting open uh, enough for the quarterback to look at them and target them. Um, and Pittman's met- rookie metrics actually weren't that good. A lot of people didn't think he was going to come out and have the season. He is this season, but uh, um, he's having a great season, 7,200. Um, I think that's a great pick. He's got four touchdowns in his last three games and at least 64 yards, so he's just been consistent. And I really think he adds another this week. Agree? Yeah, I think so, too. Um, that's why we're talking about him. Um, but, yeah, I didn't expect – I did anyone expect this out of any – like, did any of you guys expect Pittman to do this? I, I have him in a couple leagues. You know, I had some faith, but not, not this, no. 
Yeah, I didn't think he'd be this good. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to become the number one guy. Yeah. A lot of it has to do with Wentz. That's true. Go ahead, Michael. Once I saw that he only had 500 yards and one touchdown last year, and he wouldn't give up his jersey number to Carson Wentz, <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of him. But uh, he's proved me wrong. Good for you, Michael Pittman. Yeah, good for you. And he's from Oaks Christian, right? Really? Yeah. I think so. Got him in Dynasty, Last baby. time we talked about Cassius Marsh from Oaks Christian, and now Michael Pittman. We got good blood out here. Yeah, good we genes. do. <laughs> Maybe I should join the league. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Nick's next. Pick him up in Dynasty. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> he doesn't like dubs. Well, judging by his record, we knew that. <laughs> Nick, do you have another? <laughs> do you have another receiver? Um, Are you... Uh, you know, you can go ahead. I got a couple of budget ones I can add on if, if nobody covers them. Okay. Um, I'm going with Justin Jefferson. Uh, yeah, he doesn't have the greatest matchup. He has the 10th ranked Chargers. But uh, he's just too much of a beast to not start. And to not, I don't really care about the uh, the matchup. So I'm going with him. He's just too consistent and he can have a huge week at any time. That's true. Yeah, and it's a game where there's going to be a lot of points, I believe. So. Why not take a guy that yep. you know is going to be consistent and score? Definitely yeah. matchup proof. Yeah, you think so? Exactly. Jefferson yeah, I, I, I would agree. I think he is matchup proof. You you can be confident. Um, how much was he again? He's seventy five hundred. Hmm. So it's not a budget, but it's it's pretty decent for him. Yeah, pretty really good wide receiver like that. Yeah, you can always take one to the house. That's true. Oh, speaking of. Always can take one to the house. Uh, I'm going to give a budget receiver this week that I like that has the ability of the big play. Um, that's going to be Donovan Peoples-Jones, 5,600. I'm not saying this is a guy you want in your lineup, but if you're down there and you need to save some money, um, I think he's an option where uh, you can just throw him in there and hope for a touchdown. Not okay. someone I recommend You know, you build your lineup around, but when you get down there to maybe that flex position or your last wide receiver spot, and you don't have a lot of money left, I think he's one of those op- few options on there that actually has high upset of scoring a touchdown. I feel like he's that guy to where you make your lineup and then you see that you're in red, mm-hmm. and then you go to your flex and you're like, uh, okay, that, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Yeah, exactly what okay. I'm saying. That's, right. I think that's where that's he fits in there because they, are, they don't have a great matchup against the Patriots, but I just find it, I think he's a guy that can be the one that if they gets loose in that for a deep touchdown, I think he's a fair shot on there. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, you know, I, I laugh, but uh, I, I, you'll see when we do our lineup, I spent up at running back. So, you know, I got down to my last guy like we were just talking about, and I was deciding between DPJ and uh, somebody else, and I did I did pivot to the other person. But, you know, hmm. you got you to decide. Yeah, so sometimes he can be if a good you pick. spend up, you got you to find a way to budget it somewhere. Anybody other got some receivers they want to talk about? Yes. As a receiver coach, I love the wide receiver position. So um, here's someone who's a little scary. He is a little scary because he's scary, Terry. And (laughs) I just noticed. Oh, there we go. Me and. All right. We've been on the same page. So Nick and I have very similar players. I don't think he had this person on his his list. No, he did not. Terry McLaurin, 7,100, going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 17th ranked defense against wide receivers he's averaging 13 points he's another one of those stud guys that i think you can play um especially if you have the budget at 7100 i really like scary terry this week yep can't go wrong uh he's not on my sheet but he is in some of my lineups and they're gonna have to pass a lot so you gotta love scary terry 
Michael, you like Scary Terry? Uh, yeah. He's been very inconsistent, but he... Heineke has. I mean, he's got a great... But... Yeah, yep. That team's been a little scary. Uh, but yeah, I, I, uh, I feel good about him this week. Speaking of the Washington football team, uh, I saw that Logan Thomas has been practicing this week, but his hamstring was a little bit sore, so he might not be back this week, which is kind of a, a bummer. But, yeah, that's um, a bummer. For sure. But uh, are we good to move on to tight end, do we think? Or do we need more receivers? I have a few more receivers. Yeah, go ahead, Caesar. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um, I won't say anyone that I think you have on your notes. Do you have any more, Dylan? No, I, I'm good on mine. All right, sounds good. Um, and this person has a bit of a question mark. DJ Moore. Because I know Dylan is making a nasty face right now. But... It's DJ Moore. If you want more of a shot in the dark, someone that probably not a lot of people are going to play because of his quarterback. Um, what's what's his name? And again? the matchup too, Mister Walker. The matchup actually, Walker. PJ Walker. The matchup isn't actually peanut butter jelly. The the peanut butter jelly matchup actually is not that bad uh, because the Arizona is a twenty third ranked uh, pass defense, or I guess uh, defense against wide receivers, and DJ Moore. Definitely has that potential to go off. It just really depends on peanut butter. What's his name? Pe- I just feel like what'd you call? Why'd you call him that? Hey, what'd you say? <laughs> peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly Walker. Um, <laughs> I think it, it depends on him. It's more of a risky play. That's why there's question marks around DJ Moore. But um, if you want to, uh, I'm not too upset if you do. What was his price? Uh, Sixty-eight hundred. He is getting cheap, uh, you know, compared to where he was at the beginning of the season, just because he obviously hasn't been performing, or his QB yeah, hasn't. Been, I mean, uh, just that Panthers offense just kind of scares me right now, and yeah, I just feel like Chandler Jones is might feast against those tackles, and I don't know. I just I don't. I think though the one thing you have going for you with DJ Moore is I think the one game PJ Walker started last year, DJ Moore I think had yeah. his best He'd game of the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they might have some kind of connection together, so that might not be the worst play. Yeah. Um, But definitely on my lower tier plays, um, if you want to put them in. I'll throw in a couple other ones. Uh, Michael will like this one. I like Jared Judy versus uh, the Eagles. Um, Jared Judy is actually pretty cheap, too. Um, Let's see. I don't have how much Jared Judy is, so I'll check. But I know he's pretty cheap. Um, I like Cole Beasley versus the Jets, um, assuming he's healthy. Uh, he's actually been on a tear the past couple of weeks. Um, doing pretty good, especially for his value. PPR God. Um, yep. Yeah, Jerry exactly. Judy. Jerry Judy 6,200 and Cole is 61. 62. Thanks for looking at that. So, yeah, as you can see, those are both yep. super cheap wide receivers. That could give you some some value. Jerry Judy's, uh, Jerry Judy's still cheap because uh, he's coming off that injury. He hasn't done too much yet, but that's somebody that, you, you know, in a few weeks you could be spending a lot more for if he starts picking up some steam. Um, one last name I'll throw out is, is Russell Gage. I know Caesar was looking at him as well. Mm-hmm. Um, only 6,000. So super cheap. Um, definitely a bit of a riskier pick, but he's, uh, he's gotten eight, he had eight targets last week. Um, at least 64 yards in the last, uh, two out of his last three games. Um, so it's, you know, starting to look pretty solid. I don't think Zacchaeus is going to do what he did last week. Um, I really see Russell Gage more as being maybe the third, um, main option, coming up uh, for Matt Ryan. So 
Uh, I like Russell Gage also as, as somebody to save some money on at the end. Yeah, that's a really good budget play. Have him as my budget play for the wide receiver position if you really want a good budget play, especially since Dallas is the 24th ranked uh, defense against receivers. And it should be a shootout, like we said. So um, I actually really like Russell Gage as maybe a flex to really save you some money as well. And on the note of Cole Beasley, his ribs, I know, are an issue right now. So if he doesn't play... I really like Emmanuel Sanders just because yep. he gets targets. He gets the air yards. Josh Allen really likes him, um, which is really cool to see because he's an older player. So, um, I, And I think they cost about the same. So Emmanuel Sanders, I think, is a really good play if Cole Beasley isn't playing. Yeah, I think you could pivot either way, depending on who's playing. I think they're about the same player, too, honestly. He's <laughs> like crazy because they're on the same team. But Yeah, very um, true. Yeah, you could definitely. In terms of fantasy value, I'd say, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That about it for wide receivers? <laughs> yeah. Sorry we gave you like 20, but... Hey, it's all good. Options. Some, Talk wait, about what you, you play, love. You have to play like... Th- yeah, I do love Yeah, receivers. three wide receivers. Yeah, there's three wide receivers. So we're giving you a you lot of options. You could possibly start four, too, if in your flex. See? Exactly. Um, for tight ends... Um, we all kind of have one guy I think we're going to talk like we all like, but uh, I'm going to bring up someone different. Uh, I'm going to go with Tyler Don't you dare take my guy. There we go. <laughs> no, I, was, I wasn't going to take the one I think we all were going to talk about. Uh, Tyler Conklin, um, 5,300 this week, uh, going against the Chargers, who are giving up the seventh most fantasy points to the tight end position. And we talked about it earlier. This is a game where I want to chase the points in. There's going to be a lot of points in this game. And um, I just think he's one of those guys that I think is going to put up the yards. He's very consistent with the yards he puts up every week. And I want him, you know. Hoping he gets a touchdown this week for 5,300, I think is worth the price. Yeah, he's on my list too. I really like Conklin mm-hmm. for 5,300. Like you said, that is a pretty good steal for a tight end. Yeah, and it's a good it's a good spot start if you need to save money from starting or paying up at other positions. Yep. Am I up? Yes, you are. Sweet. Um, I'm going to talk about probably one of my favorite tight ends in the league that I have in a few leagues. I have him in Dynasty. I have him starting against Nick this week, and that's Dawson Knox. For 5,800 against the New York Jets, the 23rd ranked defense against tight ends, he's averaging 11 points, which you like from the tight end position. Definitely has that potential to get you like 20 this week. It's, it's possible. He's done it before. Um, he might he might even throw a touchdown like before. before uh he got hurt. Um, so Dawson Knox, I think, is a really good play with a really good matchup this week. No one else thinks so? Cool. <laughs> no, I agree there. I like, sh- I like the start. Is he, is he for sure playing this week? Yeah, he's he's activated. Yeah, he's not even questionable that's anymore. Good. So he's, he's good to go, and I think that's a good start. Thank you. Pretty cheap, too. That's great. Good. <laughs> Michael is so um, enthusiastic like about that. <laughs> That's great. Good. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah. Michael's like that guy. <laughs> Next one. Uh, I'm excited for him. Um, but I'm very yeah. excited for my tight end. That's all. I just wanted to make sure nobody was sending him. Okay. So uh, I'll go ahead and say it. I'm gonna take Dan Arnold, the postman. I think we all knew this. This is your favorite <laughs> tight end. You've talked about him he's in the last a, three. Can we call him Darnold? Yeah. <laughs> he's just solid. He's had ten targets and seven targets in the last two weeks. He has the 30th ranked defense against tight ends this week, and he's only 5,100 bucks. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. a steal. I mean, that's a steal. Yeah, he's the ultimate so, budget start this week. Great tight end. play, though, yeah. still. Like, you're going to say that. To, I expect them to be down against the Colts, and they're going to have to pass a lot. So 
And him and Trevor Lawrence have a good connection going, so he'll be in my lineup for sure. And he's probably going to do as well as those top-end guys. Yeah, he's been just reliable and safe. Yeah, exactly. I love it. All right, so um, I'll go ahead now. Um, This week, I think, is uh, most weeks I try to save at the tight end position because for once this year, tight end position is actually fairly deep, um, which Mm -hmm. we're used to without not being the case. But uh, yeah, this week in most of my lineups, I'm saving up and my budget guy, if it's not Dan Arnold, which is a great pick, I'm loving the Muth. Um, Pat Firemuth is also 5100 so he's the same price as Dan Arnold, and we all know uh, Pat Firemuth's been on fire. Um, he's had at least six targets in the last three games. He's had three touchdowns in the last three games, um, and obviously he's going against the Lions, so I don't think I need to uh, uh, beat that drum too much more than I already have. Um, yes, Eric Ebron, I believe is back this week, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, but, you know, Firemuth did have some good games even before Ebron went down. And also, Big Ben's one of those guys that when he finds his guy, he he sticks with it. So I still think Firemuth um, is going to be good, you know, uh, throughout the rest of the year. Um, one guy I think if you do spend up, uh, I think the guy to spend up for this week is going to be Kyle Pitts. Um, so if you are going to spend up, I would definitely recommend him. Um, he's had at least 62 receiving yards in three of the last four games, um, which you can't really ask for much more for the tight end position. Um, you know, he does have a touchdown in that time. And I think, uh, with no Calvin Ridley, he's gonna, he's only going to trend up at this point. And even if people start to zero in on him, uh, I think he's just one of those guys that is kind of unguardable. Um, so I like, I like Kyle Pitts as well. Yeah, that's a really good play. But like we said, the price isn't the best for Pitts. Uh, but that's why you're paying up because he's one of those top tight ends. Um, and I really do love the Fryer Muth pick as well, just because if he does well, like you said, you can just say the Muth is Luth, and it's very fun. Gotta let, gotta let the Muth Luth. Also, if Claypool doesn't play, Muth might be getting a lot of those targets, which would be really nice. I think Claypool's, uh, is he not for sure out? I'm, I'm not sure. sure. Uh, I think he's I, questionable, but he's pretty hurt. They said he's trending in the wrong direction. I I, I think more than likely yeah. he's not going to play. So um, yeah, like yep. that's something I didn't even mention. But yeah, that's another good point. Dylan, do you have any more tight ends? I do not. My other tight end was Dan Arnold to talk about, <laughs> but I figured we all wanted to talk about him because yeah. he was just Especially too good of a value. So we don't we don't want to call fun. him Darnold. No. Okay. No. That's you, disrespectful. Yeah, that that <laughs> name around him just makes him seem like a bad play. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, Dan. Do you have any more tight ends, Nick? Nope. Oh, nice. All right. Uh, I have a few more that you can look at. Actually, just two more. Uh, Michael's going to like this one. Noah Fant. He's back, right? Because of He's back. From the COVID stuff. Yeah, um, and Albert might be out. And Albert O might be out. Um, he's only 5,700 against the worst defense against tight ends. So Noah Fant is a really nice play this week. Um, and Michael thinks Teddy B is going to do well, so... That might not be a bad play. Um, and then also Tyler Conklin. Wait, I feel like you said I, that. I, that was okay, the guy you said I talked that. about. Oh, that's everyone then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I said that, I was like, no, someone said this. Um, Lay off the weed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Don't um, smoke Yeah. So, I mean, that's all for the I'm tight just, ends. Tyler Conklin <laughs> times two. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> he loves it. He loves do we it. need to talk about the defenses or anything this week? Or uh, not that? Really? Yeah, it's not. I mean, we're all gonna say the same. Yeah, you're defenses. pretty much the top defenses are obviously you know ones where there's not a lot of great budget starts at defense this week. But does anyone have one or two they want to maybe say? Mm, I, honestly, I think we all I might say. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't have anybody. I, think I love a decent. A decent budget one might be the Patriots against the Browns at home. Uh, they've been playing pretty good defense yeah. lately. I think especially without Nick Chubb, I actually think the yeah, yeah. Patriots would be a solid start. How much are they? Uh, 4,300. Or you can okay. do the Broncos, which are 4,000. Yeah, I had to start the Broncos, but I just started the yeah, Broncos. Usually, the usually at defense is kind of where you just go with whatever's left and you just pick the best one available. If you're going to spend enough. up, I yep. think we all agree probably the Cardinals this week. Yeah, I I love the Cardinals defense this week if you can spend up for it. Who are they playing again? The Panthers. Oh, wow. That is actually <laughs> pretty Walker. good. Yeah, yeah, so if you're going to spend up, I'd go there. Um, but I I mean, me personally, I just got the highest defense I could afford, which was the Broncos. <laughs> yeah, usually that's what you're left Spoiler with. Spoiler alert. Yeah, so um, speaking of that, let, <laughs> you guys want to get into our lineups? Let's do it. I already, I already know did. his yeah. whole team so pretty much. We can go, we'll go like position by position, um, and we'll just name who we got going. All right. Um, I'll start us off. Um, at quarterback this week, I went with Matt Ryan for 7,300. Just the value is too good there. We talked about him earlier, but I just think value is too good, good matchup, a lot of points mm-hmm. in that game. Mm-hmm. Wait, before we go, are we going to – do you want to – He already went. Yeah, I know. Before we continue, <laughs> thank um, you. Do we want to say our strategies after, before, or I later? Before. Before? Okay. Sorry. Okay. Jumped the gun a little bit there, guys. <laughs> I knew. I know that we wanted to tell them just so they can see how we think yeah. when we're building these lineups if they've never done it before. Because it is hard. Because you yeah, see all these names, it's and you're different. like, yeah. Because you're like, I want, I want him and him and him. And then you go to your defense, and they're all red. And it's like, oh, well, that's not going to work yeah. out. Yeah. You don't want to build it like that. Yeah. So my process when I look at my lineup or try to build my lineup is I look for a quarterback that I believe is going to, you know, put up points, but I don't want to overspend at quarterback because I feel like there's a lot of depth at the quarterback position where I can find a value start. Um, positions where I normally like to spend up is my running backs. Um, I usually like to get at least one or two of the top running backs in my lineup and, um, at least one or two of like the top, you know, receivers in my lineup. Tight end is a budget position for me where I like to find somebody in my lineup I can save money on. And usually my defense as well is where I like to save money on in my lineup. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Um, you can dive into your lineup. We can do our strategies and then say our lineups, I think. What do you, yeah, let's you just like, say, the yeah. Like that? say the whole lineup. Yeah, um, cool. All right. So this week I went, I talked about it, Matt Ryan. And then I spent up big going after a running back I liked in Jonathan Taylor. Um, and then I went, saved a little bit of money here with Melvin Gordon as my second running back in my nice. lineup. Um, I thought he was a little nice. too cheap this week, um, so I liked it. And uh, for my receivers, I ended up spending up uh, on two of them and getting CeeDee Lamb and Justin Jefferson in my lineups. I just love those games, and I wanted some piece of them. So I spent up and got a part of that game. And my third receiver I went with was Marvin Jones um, in there. <laughs> I had to save a little bit of money from spending up on my running back and receivers. Uh, tight end, I saved money with Dan Arnold. And my, Arnold. Yeah, Sorry. You need to stop <laughs> no, with that. No, don't do that. Um, my flex, I went with Devin Singletary. Uh, just love the matchup, and nice. he saved me a lot of money uh. there. 
And with saving money there on my flex, I was able to go with spend forty eight hundred on the Arizona Cardinals defense. That's nice. And with that lineup, I had exactly zero dollars left over. That's how I you like know you happens. did it right. <laughs> yeah, I like that lineup. But don't don't try to do that on purpose. By the way, I don't think you should just shoot to spend all your money. Just yeah. go with the people you like. And, yeah. yeah. But I mean, you also don't want to have like. Three thousand left over. I mean, if you do and you like your guys, I'm not really too worried about that. Really? No. I feel like it might be a mistake. If you have... I rarely end up that way, but yeah. if, if I did, I wouldn't change it because yeah. of that. If it's a few hundred, yeah, yeah, I feel that. Um, good lineup, but probably not good enough to win this week. But well, yeah, um... next lineup, obviously, guys. <laughs> um, who who's next? Should I go? Yeah, you should go. Okay, it's just the order of here that was confusing me. Um, I should have put their prices. I think that was very smart of you, Dylan. I didn't put the prices on my show notes. Just uh, like to do that little extra touch, you know? Yeah, that's a good touch. I, um, could, I could use an extra touch. <laughs> Anyways, okay, I'm going to scoot over here. All right, so here's my lineup. Uh, starting off with Justin Herbert for 8000 spending up a little bit. Oh, I didn't talk about my strategy. Um, so my strategy, as we talked about earlier, uh, I like having good quarterbacks. I don't like streaming, whether it's uh, fan or wh- whether it's redraft or uh, dynasty. I like having a good quarterback. It, it stresses me out when I have players like Big Ben and Teddy Bridgewater starting. So you'll never see me do that. Uh, but I will pay up big at least for one running back. I like to have the top running backs. And then I kind of do that with wide receiver too, at least one really good. And then I like to find those budget players uh, to make it to where my team is a lot more even throughout all the positions, except for quarterback. Um, Because I don't like having super duper really good studs and then just like really bad players, which I think some people might do. They use those dart throws. I'd rather have less dart throws and more players that I'm confident in. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, so that's my strategy. And I also like getting good defenses. So some of you guys might laugh at who, who I picked for my defense, but um, here goes nothing. Uh, starting quarterback, Justin Herbert for $8,000. Talked about him. He's one of my guys. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, how to do it. Uh, he's just too good for 9400 And then Dearness Johnson, the budget play of the week for 5400 Got him on the lineup. And then... And then we added. <laughs> this is funny, isn't it? I'm just gonna go ahead, had, just a little bit. And then I had like, <laughs> come on, Junior. <laughs> um, Today, Junior. And then I added my favorite wide receiver of the week, Mike Evans for seventy-four thousand, and then Michael Ciao. Pittman for seventy-two thousand. Russell Gage, one of my favorite budget plays this week, for six thousand. Dan Arnold, he's making up, uh, making an appearance again uh, for fifty-one hundred. One of the best budget tight ends play tight end plays you could have this week. Uh, Melvin Gordon for sixty-three hundred, and then the Buffalo Bills defense, the top defense for five thousand salary with 200 salary remaining. So that's my lineup and that's going to be the winning lineup. So you guys are welcome to change it to be exactly like mine. So you can win. <laughs> what? Uh, nothing. Good lineup. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Nick, do you want to read off yours and talk through your strategy? I think people might care about yours the yeah. most. We did bring on the DFS guru. Really quick, I just wish the fans out there could see Nick's shirt unbuttoned right now. It is looking really nice. 
Thank you, Michael. I appreciate that. It's really toasty in here. <laughs> it's a hot one. Um, yeah, so my strategy is a little different. Um, for DFS, I don't have like a certain position I spend up for or anything like that. Um, it doesn't, uh, more depends on the week for me. Uh, what I'm looking at is I'm going to look, so say we're talking main slate right now, I'm going to look at the games. Um, and I'm going to look for those matchups that I really, really like. Um, so certain players, and I'm going to build my team around them. So let's say this week, for example, like I mentioned, I really like Najee. So first thing I did is I put Najee in my lineup because I know I love that matchup and I know he's going to be good. Um, the next one for me was Dalvin Cook. So I knew immediately I'm spending up at running back because uh, those were my two favorite matchups. So uh, just to give an example, like if there was a, a, another week where it's, um, you know, Kyler Murray versus the Jets or something like that, I might, I might it might be a quarterback that week where I spend up. Um, so that's kind of where I start out. And then I kind of build my team around that. So maybe uh, uh, it's, you know, this week, obviously, since I went super high on the running back, I got Dalvin Cook for 8500 8, like we talked about earlier, and Najee Harris for 9400 uh, I spent a little less and got Matt Ryan, as Dylan talked about. So I don't need to talk about why we picked him, uh, but got him for 7300 So uh, next, um, for the wide receiver position, uh, I kind of all went middle of the pack for these because, again, I had to save money. I couldn't get any, like, boom uh, wide receivers. Um, but, you know, I all got solid ones. So I got Deontay Johnson uh, for 7400 Pretty good deal, and I feel like a safe pick. Uh, Michael Pittman, uh, like Caesar has over there. So oh, I, think, yeah. I think that's a good pick. Um, and then I got Russell Gage as my third wide receiver, as Caesar does as well. Nice. Um, I think that's a very good value pick. So as you can see, that's where I, I went to save the money was Russell Gage. Um, now in my flex spot, uh, I got Brandon Bolden, who I talked about earlier. So that's obviously where I went super cheap. Um, and that could change. Like I said, that pick's going to depend on injuries. If Stevenson uh, and um, if Stevenson and Damian Harris are out, I like that pick. It's just going to be JJ Taylor and Bolden, um, and he's already been hot even with um, Ramondre Stevenson in the lineup. Uh, but if he's out, I would probably pivot to Dearness Johnson and twist my uh, lineup a little bit uh, to make sure I could fit him in. Um, and then. For tight end, I went with the Muth, so saved a little money there. He's only fifty one hundred, um, so uh, got I feel like a good value for only fifty one hundred for him. Um, and then defense, uh, I pretty much just went with the um, best defense I can afford, which ended up being the Broncos against Hertz. So, you know, Hertz has been a little bit mistake prone and sometimes can't score the ball. So I'm kind of hoping that might happen except not too much because he's my starting quarterback in two leagues so we'll see how that goes but uh, yeah that's my lineup Perfect. i like it. i really like that strategy and i think i'm gonna start using that that's why we brought you on to here oh because i just go quarterback running back run, like i just do that rather than these are guys that i pretty much need this week so yeah i actually really exactly. like that that's really cool that's why I brought Yeah, it. I like that as well, Nick. The guru. I kind of do the same thing a little bit. Uh, I usually look to my running backs first to see one of the best matchups there. So this week, I definitely like Dalvin Cook as well because I've been watching the Chargers a lot this year, and they cannot stop anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and then usually I don't like to spend up that much on my quarterbacks because I think you can find guys that are decent that are way less and get the same amount as you can get from other players instead of like guys like Josh Allen last week, he thought it was a good matchup and then he totally lost you the week. Especially this year. I went with Carson. 
Yeah, exactly. So I went with Carson Wentz. He has a nice matchup. He was uh, 7,500 and Dalvin Cook was 8,500. Um, another running back that I like that was pretty cheap. I also, in my strategy, like to kind of just have everybody just be solid. I don't really like to have to have any budget guys. I only like maybe one or two, but I don't, I like to do a lot of solid players. So I also went with uh, Leonard Fournette as my other running back. I think he's going to be a solid pick this week, 7,400. Um, and then some of my receivers, uh, I had to go a little bit cheaper as well. Not too cheap, but I got Michael Pittman, Keenan Allen, and Mike oh, yeah. Evans. I think they're all super safe and could all have big boom weeks as well. Solid I got receivers. the Michael Pittman. Thank you very much. Uh, the Michael Pittman, Carson Wentz stack. I took out Justin Jefferson to do the stack. Thank you for that tip, Nick. I'm already learning from you. Um, then I went budget with my tight end, but I think it's a safe, reliable guy. Uh, I went Dan Arnold, 5,100. And then for my flex, I went uh, Dearness Johnson as well. I think he could be a solid play this week if Nick Chubb is out. If Nick Chubb plays, I might, I'm going to switch it, obviously. Yeah. But uh, as of right now, I'm going to keep him in my lineup. And then I had 4,300 left, so I went with the Patriots defense. Ooh, and uh, that's kind of nice. my... I like that play. Yep, and Patriots Stevens has been on fire. Yeah, they have. And something yeah, that I think is a real, something that's a really good point is you can change your lineups. Like you're not; these aren't just set in stone. So pay yeah, attention any, to who you any have. Any new it. news comes out on players, or you listen and you hear someone you like or something. There's no; it doesn't hurt to change your lineup and mix it around a little bit. Yeah, but also don't play mind games with yourself. Oh, like. I want to put this guy. No, I should put this guy in. Like it's okay. Nothing worse than taking somebody out and then they go off. I've, yeah, I've done it. So if you like someone, just pay attention. Don't overthink it. Enjoy it, because um, it, it mainly is for fun. And as you guys notice, we talked about our players and all like similar guys and have somewhat similar lineups. But that's what's really cool about DFS: having your quarterback different from someone else, even if you had everyone else uh, the same, it's going to make a big difference. And that's why DFS is really cool and it can be really fun. And that's why we're giving you these tips so you can have all these different combinations of players. Um, yeah. I mean, we talk stacks a little bit. I like uh, Michael stack. Uh, another stack I like this week would be the big, would be the Steelers stack. Um, big Ben, Deontay Najee. Uh, but yeah, stacks can be good. I've done the Michael Pittman went stack to great success this year. And uh, yeah. I have some breaking news in Dynasty. Oh, oh. two <laughs> new waiver claims just processed. Ryan picking up Boston Scott for seven fab. And we have <laughs> Nick picking up Jordan Howard for six fab. Neither had any other bids on them. <laughs> nice. But two Eagles running backs getting picked up. <laughs> Wait. I had both of them, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Have fun with them. And this is why you uh, you get fab, guys. Uh, why you do fab? Because then you get to roast people once once the once the claims hit and yeah. uh, nobody bids and people bid high. It's always funny. I I just got Howard because my running back my my bench is tough and I just I needed some depth. Yeah, and then you get made fun of for putting uh, twenty one dollars on Eno Benjamin. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That wasn't the worst one, though. I mean, I think you guys actually talked a little bit about it. Dorian has had some bad ones. Like <laughs> Dorian spent 16 on the Broncos, but hey, they balled out that week, so I mean, it wasn't that bad after all. Well, how yeah. much was Jarvis? That was I Michael. got him for that was Michael. 26 or 28. Is he still on your roster? <laughs> he has oh, to be. He's in my lineup. Did you start him last I, week? 
Uh, yeah. Yes, he did. How'd it go? Not the best, but he still had, what, eight targets? Don't worry, I, targets st- I started week, him in multiple places. So. Yeah. The two weeks, first week's back, he had eight and ten targets. Last week, they didn't have to pass the ball, so I'm fine with I think he'll be good. Yeah, I agree. That, Especially with Odell gone now. That yep. news is pretty underwhelming. <laughs> Sorry, it just, I, it's, I think it's the first time we've had some breaking news on oh, the podcast, great. so I just... Can we call that breaking news, though? Yeah. We have some light news. Yeah, just so we don't, like... Boy who cried wolf, and we actually have breaking news, and people are sorry. Just turning First off. time, <laughs> little apology there. Yeah, <laughs> um, five dollars on Scott. Who was it? I, I spent six on Howard. Six. I never spent five. So, so you never spend five. But six, except yeah, for me. You put five, you would have lost. Except for me on Mark Ingram. But even if you spent like five, would you have won because you didn't get Jordan Howard? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> has Jordan has Jordan Howard had a bad weekend in the past few weeks? No, it's actually been doing well the past yeah, few. He weeks. might. I think after this week, though, I think Sanders is coming back. I hope. I mean, I hope. Yeah. So you Howard, hope. Howard, Howard, Sanders. Howard might be an okay start this week. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. Do we want to close it up with our Sunday night football? Yes, I'm down. I don't think we even. Oh, because we didn't even talk about them. But we're just gonna say our lineups. Just yeah, and I was just gonna talk a little bit about how Sunday night football goes because it's a little different. It's just there one go. game. I like that. Um, so what you do is you have five spots you have to fill. You have an MVP, so they get 1.5 times the fantasy points. And then you have four flex spots. And so any of these five can be any position between quarterback, running back, receiver, tight end, and kicker. Um, the most important thing when building your Sunday night football lineup is to make sure you pick a smart MVP. You want to make sure you're going to pick the guy that's going to get the most points in the game because if you don't have – the player that scores the most points, you're not going to win very much money or any money at that point. Yeah, and these ones are my personal favorite just because um, there really is a lot of different ways it can go. Even though you're literally just picking from two teams, um, the fact that the amount of players is smaller and you get that MVP MVP spot. Um, it makes it a lot more fun and it makes it to where you can play Albert freaking Wilson and Isaiah Ford and Tua, even though he was hurt tonight and still do well. So um, hopefully you guys hear this and kind of get into it because we really like it and we're trying to do like a listener league for DFS as well. So uh, we'll get some information out um, about that soon. So uh, we'll tell you guys about our lineups real quick though. Anyone want to kick us off? Um, I can. Go first. Oh, I go- Michael, you go right ahead, my friend. Let I haven't go gone first. first all night. I'll try it. All right. Yeah, go I've ahead. never done one of these. I've never tried uh, the one game one, but I'm excited nice. to do it this week. History in the uh, making. Yep, I'm probably going to win. It's easy. Yeah, right. Uh, so to start it off, I put Tyreek Hill in my MVP spot. Uh, I know he's been up and down this year, but. Uh, I don't think anybody on the Raiders can stop him. Their corners are all booty cheeks, and um, I think he's just gonna. I think he's gonna have a great game. And I'd then, have to. Uh, I have to strongly disagree with Dylan that. Is, but go on. Dylan yeah, looks very upset. I think he's on the what, verge what would of you tears. Like to add? I mean, the like Raiders have allowed the third fewest fantasy points to the wide receiver position. Oh uh, yeah, and they haven't played any good wide receivers yet, <laughs> but it's okay. Uh, I'll go to my next spot. I put Kenyon Drake because Josh Jacobs is hurt every other play, and he's mm-hmm. been getting a lot of work. So I'm liking what I'm seeing, and they could be down in this game if the Chiefs ever decide to turn it on. 
And then I was surprised that I was able to fit uh, Travis Kelsey in my lineup, but I got him in there as well. And then I went with Hunter Renfro, a little bit of a safe option just to get me 10 or so points. And you could get in the end zone, you never know. And then I went with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, but uh, if he doesn't play, I'll put in Williams. We'll see what happens. There okay. you go. And that's my lineup. The reason why he got Kelsey was because he played Kenyon Drake. <laughs> that's why. So. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Don't be surprised. Kenyon Drake's last three weeks have actually been very solid. Yeah. Really yeah. Um, Mind if I just jump in? Go right ahead. It's your All team right. playing. Yeah. Um, so I went with my MVP as Darren Waller. Shocker. Inside. He knows insider news. <laughs> That's why. Um, I just feel like he's going to get force-fed the ball in this game, and the Chiefs are allowing the fifth most points to tight ends. Or six most, sorry. Raiders are allowing the fifth most. So I also then threw Travis Kelsey in my lineup because I think both guys are great plays in this game. And then I went and... Uh, so you like a tight end, huh? Yep. <laughs> Don't we all? And uh, Moro as well, I'm assuming? <laughs> no, no. Uh, just just those two. And then I went with Derek Carr. Um, and then I also, like Michael, I put Kenyon Drake in my lineup, hmm. who I think is a great play in this game. Yes, Jacobs has been getting banged up in every game and coming off the field. And Drake showed his production in the receiving game and uh, he's been a little safety net for Carr lately, so uh, I think he's a solid play. And then um, with that, I didn't have a lot of money left, so I had to go kind of a budget play. So I threw Miko Hardman in my lineup, hmm. and he always has a shot. Just yeah, he always randomly. has a shot to get a big play or a yeah. touchdown. So took a shot on him this week. Okay, I like it. And you always have to do that for these lineups, like yeah, some random guy who you think might get that one big touchdown. So. That's how it and goes. like we said, the Raiders DBs are awful, so you can easily get that this week. <laughs> you, you say that, but that's just not true. <laughs> like you might not like the Raiders, but it's not true to say that. By the way, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Raiders fans, comment on our Instagram and let us know what you think of their DBs. Or mm. you know, it doesn't. You don't have to be a Raiders fan. The just the two starting DBs having a lot of touchdown this season. <laughs> it's getting even hotter in here. I know. You, wow. you can. You don't have to say they're great, but you can't say that they're booty cheeks and they're terrible because they haven't been. Hmm. Okay. Who is this going to be our last that? episode? <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> That's great. That's good stuff. Like, if good you're going to say it, just have facts to back it up, is all oh. I say. Oh. Okay. I like where this is I, going. I only think Casey Hayward is good, but the, everybody else is bad. But we'll see. All right. <laughs> uh, Nick, <laughs> you, do you want Do you have a cricket swim on <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so for my MVP, I went Travis Kelsey. Um, in the past few games, you know, I've watched the last couple Chiefs games, and Patrick Mahomes has been obviously not throwing the ball too well compared to the usual Patrick Mahomes, and it seems like he's been resorting to a little bit more Kelsey like he used to. Um, there is a lot less Tyreek Hill the last couple games and more Travis Kelsey. So uh, I've been liking that trend. I think it's going to continue. I think he's going to throw to Travis Kelsey and no one on the Raiders is going to be able to stop him. Um, and then I went with Renfro because I like the way he's been looking. Um, you know, they got one less big wide receiver there. So I think Renfro might get some more targets. Um, I like him. Um, I like Darren Waller this week. So I also went with him. So as you can see, I've spent pretty high so far so i'll have to save some money um but i like darren waller uh just because the chiefs don't have a good defense darren waller is their number one target so um i can see darren waller um, having a monster game 
and then I picked up Mr. Carlson, Daniel Carlson. That is the Raiders kicker. That's obviously where I saved money. Um, but he's had uh, double digits in every game this year, but but three games. So, uh, you know, he's, his last three weeks, he scored a minimum of 11 points. So pretty good value for a kicker, actually. So um, I felt actually decent about that for my cheap play. Uh, and then I'll finish it off with Tyreek Hill for obvious reasons. Um, he's the only other option, really, that they're going to be throwing to. Um, so I think he has a chance to bounce back from his last two weeks and also have a big game. I'm hoping for a shootout, so we'll see. Yeah, hopefully. And I've noticed you like kickers. You played a kicker tonight as well. Sometimes that's where I go to save money. Uh, I've seen, I go there because I've, you know, been doing DFS for a little while now and I've been seeing a lot of lineups with kickers that win actually, Mm. um, you know, because that allows them to spend big on the other players. And if you hit, um, another thing I'll say is if you got the money or you're, you see a cheap lineup um, and you know there's somebody really injury-prone, um, throw in a lineup with the backup. So, for example, tonight, Tua was the move. If you threw in Tua, you knew he was healthy enough to be a backup, which was you know an oddity in of itself. But all the lineups with Tua this, this week uh, did really well. Um, you know, so sometimes that, that might be a move is just, you know, a dart throw lineup, you know, have your normal lineup. Uh, but that's, that's a strategy I might start looking into. And I'm noticing that's sometimes how you win. You, you get a backup that comes in that nobody played and then he has a big game. Mm-hmm. So do you like the play of us uh, starting Kenyon Drake? Oh yeah. I mean, I, I like Kenyon Drake this week, even t- without a Josh Jacobs injury, but that's obviously been a regular occurrence. So I like it even more. Yeah. And on that note, uh, like Nick said, you can have multiple lineups. You can play in cheaper buy-in contests and have multiple lineups that you throw this guy in or you switch one person out or you put the backup quarterback in and maybe you get lucky because a lot of people aren't going to be doing that because more times than not, you're probably wasting an entry doing that. But if it pays off like tonight, uh, then you could be winning big. And with that being said, I didn't do that with my lineup, but... I do have Tyreek Hill, just like all of these guys, but Tyreek is my MVP because I think it's either you're going to pick Kelsey, Waller, or Hill, just whoever you think is going to be that guy that's going to break out. And I, I don't know, it's just something about Tyreek Hill that he just always, to me, has that chance to take every whatever, even if it's a one-yard uh, pass, he can just take it to the house. So um, I hope he gets back to his Tyreek Hill form. Uh, I would with say highest ceiling, yeah. Highest ceiling out of all the yeah. MVPs. You yeah, pick. that's exactly. Like he could have 200 yards. That's exactly right. He has the highest ceiling. Um, but another person with a good ceiling is Darren Waller. Like you said, he's going up against a bad uh, Chiefs uh, tight end defense. Uh, and it's Darren Waller. He's, like Dylan said, he's going to get the ball. Um, and then someone that I don't think you guys played, uh, Josh Jacobs, who I absolutely love. He does get banged up. But um, I trust that even if he does get banged up, he'll do just enough uh, to be... Uh, a good play. And then also someone I really like in redraft too, uh, Hunter Renfro. Um, he, he's only, uh, $10,000. And then my budget guy, someone who has a chance to do something. And this is one of those guys that you're going to take a shot on to hopefully get a touchdown is Calvin Johnson himself, Brian Edwards. So (laughs) (laughs) that's, uh, (laughs) yeah. I like it. Um, I think, Michael might have disconnected, so I'm going to try to get him back on. Oh, he would have liked... You really didn't like your lineup. (laughs) Yeah, I think he would have liked your... The way you talked about the last guy, though. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah, you would have liked that. Uh, 
Michael, are you there? Imagine after the lineup. Michael, what do you think? I think Brian Edwards should um, go have breakfast with There she Derek is. Carr. You there, buddy? What's up? We didn't, I didn't know that you yeah. disconnected because it still said we were on FaceTime. Gotcha. Did it or you just didn't like my lineup? <laughs> uh, I It's been cutting in and out, so I haven't really been hearing you that good. So That's okay. Um, Love the technical difficulties. Do you have any final words? Like even right now, I can't. Even right now, I'm just hearing every other word. Do you have any final words for the listeners? Do do you you have have any any final final words words? Uh, nice. So we heard every word. Have a good Sunday, guys. Watching football. It's gonna be a good one. Hopefully, better than last. Nice. I like that. Thank you. That was very wholesome, Michael. That's very nice of you. He's a wholesome guy. He is. Um, but yeah, I'll with that being said, piece of that. What? <laughs> um, I'm gonna just scoot over here. <laughs> yeah, last time on the podcast, guys, <laughs> yeah. it was good. Uh, so we just want to say thank you, Nick, for joining us. Hopefully, this isn't yeah. the last time. It might be, but yeah, hopefully it's not. Um, we really appreciate your insight since you always beat us in DFS every weekend so um we appreciate you taking the time to teaching us your dfs guru ways yeah now uh watch out next week that's all i have to yeah. say now that you've you've taught us how to beat you now so you should be careful you know that's okay uh, i'm hoping hoping i have some competition now so i'm glad to hear it uh thanks for having me guys it's been a blast um i'd love to be back sometime and uh you know, I can't wait to uh, take your guys' money again. So, yeah, everybody everybody have a good night. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah, everyone take care. Have a good yeah. one. Yeah, take care. Um, follow us on all social media at First String FF. That's wherever you have that social media. And Facebook, uh, we're not on there yet. Sorry, Michael. Uh, hopefully, we'll be on there soon. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> my, dad, my dad was wondering where we were, so that's all. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious i love that cover all demographics um, we will try to get on facebook for your dad michael myspace Ooh, myspace maybe um we'll see about that we'll see who's still using myspace um again follow us dm us be on the lookout for our dfs league if you're listening to this and you're interested shoot us a dm and we'll do what we can to get you in there it'll be a lot of yeah, fun yeah we'd love to have the fans in there and compete with us just to have some fun you know see what you guys do see if you can learn anything from us yeah and you know shoot us a message if you have any more questions about dfs uh we'll definitely have nick help us out uh with that and help you guys out so we really appreciate again everyone who's listened and uh we're happy for where this is going this is only our third episode but uh it's going well and we're having a lot of fun yeah still learning as we go all right sounds good all right we can so everyone, go up from here what was that it can only go up we from can here. only go up from here that is very true yep um we're getting better and better i love it all right so again Congrat or congrats. Congrats on winning your leagues now, everyone. Because you're going to win. Congrats on winning all that win. money you're going to win on um, Sunday slate games. I don't know where that came from. I was going to say good luck. But I like it. Confidence. Yeah, we have can, the confidence. No, forget the good luck. Congrats on winning your DFS contests, but not if you're playing in our league. But you're going to lose. Congrats on your future win. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Peace out, everybody. Ciao. Take care.